0: extreme pc uk hi and welcome to episode 49 of extreme pc uk today is the 22nd of feb and i'm your host nick also known as extreme pc account steam Today, joining me on the show is.
1: Hi, I'm Jansen, and on Steam, I'm
2: Jay himself.
3: Hi, I'm Xiao, and on Steam, I'm Xiao Bug.
2: Hi, I'm Zach, and on Steam, my name is Kumi Wacky.
0: Welcome to the show, everyone. First off, I'd like to say if you have any questions, please send them into contact at extremepcuk.co.uk. If you'd like to join our Steam group, it's extremepcuk on Steam. We've got an Instagram, a Facebook, and a Twitter. That's all under the same name. And if you want to get into the community with us, play some games, join our Discord, which is on our website, extremepcuk.co.uk. Right. PremierComputerFairs.co.uk, where we go all around the country and we actually do like the computer fairs. Just check their site out to see where we are next. We haven't got any in the plan at the moment, but we're looking for one when it's more like south of the country to go to. So that's all cool. On Twitch, I'd like to say thank you for I'm the Flash. He's uh, done seven-month sub, and he's also given me a big £20 donation, which I'm much appreciative. And we've got 762M1G4R4ND, which might be like gaming brand or brand or something. I'm not sure. But, yeah, cheers for your one-month subscription. Uh, that's much appreciated. And then we've got Insane that's done two months, so that's all good. If any of you have got... Um, prime subscription you get a free sub so if you want to put that towards it um we're much appreciative of it moving on to the itunes reviews sadly we haven't had any reviews again do you know what people we haven't had any reviews since october
4: yeah
1: i think it might be broken
0: (laughs) could you imagine that if it was broken and then all of a sudden there's just loads of them came in and then we've done a whole podcast just talking about people's reviews that'd be pretty cool wouldn't it
4: yeah
0: so yeah people next month we want to see a hundred reviews, so we can do an essay on reviews. Right, let's get into the news, people. Now, first off, I know uh, last month we spoke about the gaming show we were going to, which was PC Gamer Weekender. We've been looking forward to it for ages. Lots of new games, lots of indie games. We was going down there with HP. We was on their stand, and we took our Roman X. And man, did we get some amazing feedback! We met loads of people. All the people at um, HP were amazing, and we really had a good time. Like, what do you think, Jads?
1: Yeah, definitely. It's like, without, like, standing big-headed, we did have the best PC there. Yeah. And that... so we, we had a crowd around us, like, constantly.
0: It was mad, wasn't it? Like, people, like, when the doors opened, we was opposite the lift. So when them doors opened, it was like, it was crazy. It's like waves of zombies coming in through the lift, wasn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. we just watched Doors open, 20 people come steaming out, come straight to our computer. Loads of questions. And do you know what? It's the best thing because I like that the most out of everything. It's talking about hardware, talking about ideas we have, talking about things that we can do. And, like, we met loads of new friends there, like all the crew and the HP stands. They were really, really nice people. We got really, really well with them. And it was just like me and me and Jansen was in our element. We are just talking about PCs all day for two days non-stop. It was completely yeah. crazy. Have yeah. well, you got any highlights that stuck out for you, Chance?
1: Yeah, I think the highlight for me at the show was actually meeting the HP crew and getting to know all those people on a more personal level and getting to know that they're, they're a lot like us and we've got so much in common
4: Yeah, you sort making of making
1: new friends.
0: You sort of have this feeling that when they're all there to work and do the HP thing and sell all their machines and there was a whole streaming going on in the background, you think Everybody would be like pretty corporate, but everybody's so down to earth and they have like yeah. such a relaxed environment where it's enthusiasts and people are passionate about what they're doing. So everybody's talking about their background, why they like computers, why they like Overwatch, why they like the cases that we're building in, stuff like that. So it's pretty crazy.
1: Um, yeah, it wasn't like a day at work. It was It was a weekend of just pure fun and like interaction and making friends and hanging out
0: yeah sounds incredible as well like the first day we got there we went up to our stand. we got the pc up and running and the pc was running great i think it got up to a maximum of 33 degrees through the whole of the day uh, where it was just sitting there and it was just running all day and the computer was just amazing but i think one of the best things for me is the amount of people that came into our discord so if you're one of the people that came into our discord fair play to you you came into our community you met us And we've just met loads of new people there. So we've been gaming for the last couple of days now with all new people. And yeah, it's just amazing to have so many new people come in and get on board with us and support us. Also, on our Twitter, our Instagrams and stuff like that, there's there's people retweeting our computers all over the network everywhere. So it's just amazing that we've got a computer out there and people actually like it. Because I was saying to Jansen, we've been building the computer now. We've had that computer around for about a year. So for us, we've got completely, fully used to it. And so you sort of, even though it's an amazing machine, it's right up there with the latest technology. It's got all the TV screens in it. It's got all the water cooling kit in it, all the latest stuff. It's got all the 3D printed grills on the back of it. And if if you haven't seen our PC, just go to our Instagram because it's on there. Have a look at it. It was just amazing to have so many people walk out of them lifts, come over to us and then ask us about this machine that we've got used to and we're sort of on the level of, yeah, we're sort of, it, it's been done to us now. We've seen it for a long time. We got used to it. But then for all them people to come out and go, man, this is crazy. This is amazing. How have you done this? How have you done that?
1: It's yeah, like some oh, people that, were saying it's the best PC they've ever seen.
2: Yeah. And that was like when I first, I first saw that PC there. And it was just like, even though I knew you guys and I've seen pictures, but do you know what I mean, it was another level. You come out the list and literally you're right there. Yes. like Position. I thought you'd be like around a around corner or something or something, like that, but it was just, literally. It was just like out the lift. Look up. Mm-hmm. Oh
3: crap! It's them. Yeah. <laughs> Center of attention. Yeah,
1: yes. it had a huge impact, like where we were located, because we had such a huge floor space for one PC. Mm-hmm. So it had a real presence when you walked out of the lift, and then we're just there. It was me, Nick, and the PC, and nothing else around us.
0: Yeah, and like we was on the back of all the live streaming, so everyone was watching the HP TV. We was right behind that. So where we was, we was getting people come over to us, look at the PC, look at what could be done with HP's case, the Omen X, and then they were moving around and then talking to all the guys that were actually playing computers and playing Overwatch and obviously going there and then talking about how they can get hold of these PCs. And I think we had a good impact as well. I personally spoke to a lot of people and a lot of people went look looking forward to actual HP's computer cases and stuff after they had spoke to us. So I think we've done our job and I think we've done it all right.
2: Yeah. I think the noise that glass makes when it hits in that, when it goes back onto the case is amazing. But yeah, because
0: <laughs> what, what yeah, on the case, like obviously we took the metal casing off and we've put our own glass front on it and it's magnetised. But on the actual case you get these like little bonnet struts are about, I don't know, centimetre deep. And they're like little soft cushions. So when you line the glass up and you get it close, it sort of jumps into place on its own.
4: Yeah.
0: And it just looks amazing. It feels amazing when you do it. But we we did talk about putting actual struts on it, which are like, what were they? They were like electric or something, weren't they,
1: Jance? Yeah, like uh, linear actuators.
0: Yeah, so the, we press a button and the glass opens up. But we didn't do that in the end because there was no space left in there whatsoever. We met loads of people down the show. We met loads of... Uh, games devs hopefully we'll have a few of them on the show in the future we've got a few games to review for next month which is quite exciting stuff and in the future hopefully we can go to some more shows like that and do some more work with them because i had a really great time and like me and jansen was buzzing for the whole four days after that i should think yeah <laughs> it was mad when it just constantly talking about everyone we've met and what we've done and how people thought about it really really but good been,
1: even over the weekend after doing the first day and how tired we were after being there for so long and standing the whole time. I couldn't wait to get back for the second day.
0: Yeah, same as me. And I literally, by the time I'd left that stand at night, my legs had seized up. Yeah. <laughs> Could not move my kneecaps, man. They were like, they were broken. <laughs> it was, It was. and everybody, everybody that was there, they were literally like, yeah, how's your legs? Well, your legs are real hurting. I'm like, yeah, my legs are killed, man. I can't move my legs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah pc gamer weekender absolutely amazing show it's a smaller show but i've got to be honest i think that show's smaller but it's absolutely packed with content there's like you go to all the other shows like the big ones you've got a lot of stuff spread out and stuff like that. But this it's like everything's squashed into one little space and for me i find i i really enjoy the games that are provided there and stuff like that
1: and i find with this one as well you don't have to queue as long to get on a game when you see something you want there might only be one, two, three people in front of you. Yeah. And these other games, you're queuing up for like an hour just to play one game.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. If any of you do want to see any of the pictures of the computer build, you know, you feel free to ask us in the Discord or, or go on our Instagram or our Twitter. There's a lot of people sharing them. They're all over the internet. There's there's lots of videos out there and stuff like that. So, yeah, just type in uh, Extreme PC UK Omen X and it should come up. Right. Moving on. What's your news, chance?
1: Yeah, this month, my news is about Ethereum mining, if anyone's interested in that kind of thing, because we know a lot of people send us questions about Bitcoin. And so I thought this will probably be relevant because I, I know a lot of people who are Bitcoin mining are looking into this as well. And it's also relevant to gamers because the whole Bitcoin mining is obviously taking its toll on the old gpu sales
0: yeah can i say my um, bit about that quickly before you carry on yeah go on yeah basically i bought my 1080ti a year ago and i paid 699 for it now i could not help myself but because the price has been put up so high on 1080 Ti's at the moment i just thought man i've got to sell this while well, no, why i can and i've had it nearly a year and i've sold it for 600 pound so I only wasted £100 for having that for a whole year, which I think is pretty crazy. So now I've got the money in the drawer waiting. As soon as the new 2080 comes out or whatever card it's going to be, I'm ready there to buy it because Bitcoin's put the prices up so high that literally I could nearly got my money back for it.
1: Yeah. It's like and I rented it. Yeah. So you couldn't even rent that card for a year for £100. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's a lot of people having issues buying cards now because all the miners are snapping them up, and even stores are putting in you can only buy two cards per person. Yeah, but there's easy ways to get around that. You you send your mate in with a couple of hundred quid and he buys one. Yeah, but that's what's Mm.
0: happening, and that's why if you if any of you looked at the stocks, everywhere is out of stock. All of them are out of stock, and where they are in stock, they're a thousand pounds. Yeah. Which is a crazy price.
1: And if you're getting anything 1060 upwards, they're just impossible to find. Yeah. And so, with this news, hopefully, this is good news for gamers. And basically, what it is, there's a a Chinese company called Bitmain, and they make ASIC chips, which are, are chips that you use instead of GPUs. And People have probably seen them before, but don't really know how they work. Uh, and it's it's almost like it's an all-in-one box, and it it basically looks like an aluminium box with a couple of fans on it, a couple of wires hanging out, like and a mini
0: server sort of looking thing.
1: Yeah, and basically you plug that in, and that's it. That's all you need to do, and that will mine for you twenty-four hours a day. And these it's nothing new. These have been around for ages. Uh, Bit main have been around for like a long time, and This is something new that they're doing, which they're saying will kind of take away from the actual GPU like need. So demand. Yeah. So the demand on GPUs will go down and hopefully
0: bring um, in loads of cards for cheap cards everywhere (laughs) in the sky.
2: Is it more powerful than using a GPU?
0: More optimized.
1: Yeah.
2: So. Basically, what they're saying
1: with with this new thing it's 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 going to have a higher hash rate than a GPU, and the price of it is going to be about two and a half to three thousand dollars. So it's a pretty good price when you compare it to a GPU rig. Yeah,
0: and it's, it's it's throwing out much more higher hash rate or whatever. So yeah, you're going to get your money back quicker. And then with like this is what I say to people: say you pay two and a half grand out for one of these machines it'll take so many months to earn its own money back or whatever, but then yeah. you buy a second one and then you buy a third one, then you buy a fourth one.
1: But And with these, these are purpose built as well. So yeah. they're a lot more efficient in uh, the use of power as well. So you, you kind of offset the money you make to the power that you use because that's a cost. And with these, with the power being less, you then you're paying out less money to make more money. Yeah. And, yeah. With this new chip that they're developing, they're saying that it, it at the moment, it's kind of reports because it's, it's kind of in the rumor mill at the moment. But the release dates that they're saying is quite close. So in the rumor mill, they're saying that the company is going to start production later this month and that it will be released in the second or third quarter of 2018. But the company haven't released anything official, so we don't know exact dates, but
0: See for me one of the things is it's all talk about how these things are coming out. And we've heard like even at the show we was talking to people about it. There's lots and lots of people saying, Yeah, we've heard about these, we've heard about these machines. But how are they gonna supply the demand for these machines? You know, there'll be a yeah. waiting list forever.
1: Yeah, but this is it. This is one company that's gonna be taken over from all GPU manufacturers and so the supply is going to be way less than the actual demand so what i'm thinking is that when this gets released people are going to want to snap them up as soon as possible but isn't it and,
0: for only one certain type of bitcoin
1: yeah so these are basically for ethereum oh, but right. when you buy, when you buy these machines they're not universal they're all specific to one cryptocurrency because of the way that the encryption is, these machines have to be built for that encryption. Okay. And so with this one, this is the Ethereum one. So anyone who's mining Ethereum, this is what they will be on. Everyone who mines anything, they use GPUs. So all the Ethereum miners will then think, well, this is going to be better. So, oh, so they're you're just going to get gonna... that
0: market of people going for these yeah. Yeah. to start with.
1: But it's a huge market, though, so that will be in, in the whole market. They might be thirty yeah. percent. So thirty percent of miners then stop buying GPUs. We don't know the
0: specific them. numbers, people. We just uh, no, no, but
1: yeah. But the thing is, is like I'm just throwing out there hypotheticals. Yeah. So none of this is fact, but this is just kind of what we are yeah, just making it up. Happen. What
2: happens if like Nvidia and like AMD bring out certain cards that uh, are for Bitcoin mining?
0: but I don't I think, think that they would be. because they're, no. they're
2: for gaming. Well, they're purely gaming. Yeah, but the thing is, the demand has just been so crazy at the moment. So why wouldn't they? Yeah, because but it,
1: Nvidia it sell a hundred percent of what they make. So they don't need to change the business model for yeah. miners because whatever they make and they put out, they will sell. Mm. So Really, they they don't need to move into a different market. They need to just be able to produce more of what they've already got.
0: Uh, and I always yeah. say this as well: people don't get it. Nvidia. There's all speculation about a new card. There's all speculation about this is going to change and this is going to come out and this is going to go forward here. As it's always been, when a new card comes out, it's normally twenty percent better than the last card. And yeah, it might have a different name, might have some different specs on it and stuff, but they always about twenty percent more. So. Me, personally, I just sit back, wait for the next card. I normally wait for the TI of each card, and then I upgrade TI, like 1080 TI, and then I'll wait for the 2080 TI if it's going to be called that. But do you know what? I don't worry about the specifics of it too much because the cards are always up at the top of the game with like frame rates and stuff like that. Like Jansen saying, the only thing that I've ever found annoying is the fact that you know, they're running prices up. So, so the Bitcoin market is actually affecting gaming in a really, really negative way. Yeah, we're going to be able to sell our cards for expensive money like I just did with mine. But it's not going to be good for the market because it's always going to fluctuate. So Bitcoin's always going to go up in price and then someone's going to take all their money out and then it's going to drop down again. So the cards are always going to be in really high demand where everyone wants to buy them and then everybody's going to want to sell them. Then everyone's going to buy them and everyone everyone's going to want to sell
2: them. If the new graphics card comes out and they just... If Bitcoin is still as big as what it is now when new cards come out and it's just going to be out of stock straight away and it's going to be like yeah yeah but this is why
1: yeah but this is why i'm saying with this news hopefully it's good news because this is an alternative to gpus and basically these people are waiting for that day that the new card comes out to buy as many as they can as quick as they can and then that ruins it for everyone else so hopefully with this new technology that will feel Literally that, way. that way. yeah they can then say okay well we don't need gpus and we'll we'll go for this and it keeps mining and gaming separate yeah and yeah. Then,
0: but and what you will get is a flood in the market of 1080ti's so the price yeah, should will... come down
1: yeah cuz if this is one company making this product but you never know there might be other companies that then get on the bandwagon yeah. and there'll be more of them out there uh,
0: so one thing that springs to mind for me is is that Basically, if they're going to bring these cards out, it's 2080s. They're meant to be like in about two months or three months, say. If the price of these cards are still really high, do you think NVIDIA is going to bring them out on time? Or if they, or if say the Bitcoin, say this new machine comes out and there's a flood of, in the market of 1080 Ti's. So they're everywhere and they're all cheap. Do you think they're still going to bring out the 2080 on time or tracking they delay it or what? Because it could affect the market in general of how much cards are worth in general. If, if there's loads of 1080 Ti's, in the market no one's going to buy a 2080 ti are they because they could just get two 1080 ti's yeah do you get what i mean if yeah. there's yeah if these they might even delay it yeah, yeah,
2: they yeah exactly even, they might even delay it because people are buying still buying the older versions for yeah. all this bitcoin mining so they're thinking why do we need to bring out new ones yeah because people are still buying these graphics yeah, cards well so that, cheap yeah yeah
0: well we can only see but, what's yeah. going to happen but yeah. Personally but the for me thing is
1: that they, they always delay stuff anyway and you never know the true reason behind it. Yeah. So even though they've given you a date, they they probably are looking at what's happening with Bitcoin as well. And like you never know, it might be delayed a couple of months. But the yeah, thing is
2: tomorrow Bitcoin can just drop. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. everyone be like, yeah. well, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs>
0: put it this way Wacky, if the 2080s come out yet and it's say nine hundred quid, that's how much it is, it's come out. Yeah. And then there's a flood in the market of 1080 Ti's. Everybody's trying to get rid of them. What would you buy? Two 1080 Ti's for like 500 quid each and get two of them or pay 900 quid for 12080. I
2: should get two 1080's. Exactly. And 1080TI. then,
0: so that's where it changes because then it changes the prices. It just and makes look, the their demand. cards,
2: their new cards irrelevant, basically. Yeah, If that the end. demand's
0: gone then because everyone can get cheaper cards that are nearly as good. So, yeah
2: yeah there was a there was there was a point with bitcoin where it dropped a bit and people were selling their cards like dirt cheap on ebay yeah Yeah, because that's what happened.
0: companies Mm. you got remember people putting like putting their money into this bitcoin you've got companies that are putting billions in or whatever they've got stupid amounts of money going in when that guy then decides to pull his money out the market's going to crash then you know what i mean it's going to come right down and that's when like now it's gone down it went down to four thousand pounds per coin from fifteen thousand pounds so what happens is the money drops right down. And then all these all these Bitcoin miners are like, "Man, let's get back on the mining scene. We'll, we'll get a couple of coins again." And then the market will go back up because that's what they do. They they break the markets that comes down, and then it goes back up. And people are putting in money and taking money out to make money on the profit. And that's right. what they do. So, but anyway, we spoke enough about Bitcoin
1: mining, man. <laughs> well, I'll just add one more thing to it. If there's anyone out there that's interested in what we spoke about, then the the company to look out for is. They're called Bitmain, and the product is called the Antminer F3.
0: Nice. I've heard enough about Bitcoin mining now for a lifetime.
4: <laughs>
0: We're <Yeah>. done. <laughs> right, let's move on. But that was, that was good news. It was relevant to everybody because I think everybody, uh, not a lot of people know about it. Like, to be fair, me and you don't know loads about it, but we know no. enough to know what's affecting us and our gaming. And that's yeah, enough for yeah. us to talk about and it.
2: it so. Yeah, and it affects people that like, want to go buy a graphics card and be like, whoa, Yeah, <laughs> so I'm if, not if, one of them. <laughs> if any of
0: you are out there and we've said anything that you feel is wrong or you feel, you know, more than us, give us a message in Discord and tell us what you think and we'll put it in. But, yeah, because um, we're, not,
1: we're not experts on yeah, Bitcoin least. mining. We're kind of passing information. Yeah, so. and we're just <laughs> saying
0: how we <laughs> think it is. We might be wrong. Yeah. But yeah. anyway, right, as we haven't got much news today, let's get straight into the games. Now, me and Shell have both been playing this game and it's called Turmoil. A lot of people are sort of like, oh, that's a little game. You know, some people, I think, think this game is like one of them games you get on your mobile or something. It might be a little bit like that. But to me, I love this game. I played it through and through until I completed the game. Did you complete the game, Shell?
3: I did, yeah. And I did exactly the same. I, I logged on and just kept playing and playing and playing and completed the game in a few days.
0: Yeah, because we actually played this together. So I'm here playing, she's there playing. And (laughs) we're going through levels. And basically what you do in game is you've got like a 2D screen. And basically at either end of the screen, you've got these two little houses. Well, well, not houses, they're like shops, aren't they? Factories. Yeah, like factories. And you sell your oil to them. So what Mm -hmm. you've basically got to do is, how do you describe it with the floor? It's sort of like, looks like, you know when you used to play Worms, wouldn't it? It's like on the side on, you've got like the mud. Yeah.
3: You've got a little bit of grass.
0: And then what happens is, as the timer goes, it go, you go deeper into the ground, the, the, it rises up. And the mm-hmm. actual thing you are meant to do in the game is, you're supposed to dig for oil. So you've got like, as I said, 2D, you've got these pockets of oil, which are black, big patches. And then you've got to start the game, and you've got to find the oil, dig the pipes, and you've got to retrieve the oil. And it's as simple as that, really, ain't it?
3: Pretty much, yeah, and sell it for as much profit as possible between the two factories.
0: Yeah, and, you've, and it's like, yeah, the two factories have got fluctuating sort of prices. Yeah. So on the left, it might be 65p a litre, on the right, it might be pound thirty a litre. But mm-hmm. the whole fun part of the game is, it's it's like a sort of like little arcade game, isn't it? It's like you jump mm-hmm. into game. Now, we both went totally different directions. <laughs> I went down yeah. the route of using moles. You know a mole that goes under the ground? what I would do is I'd buy like they're like I think it was about $100 each and you was buying what are they called dowsers dowsers she was buying yeah. dowsers you remember the, t- the when you used to get the guys they had a the stick with the, the two prongs yeah. on it and they walk around and they think they can find the water i don't know if that's ever been proved does that actually work
3: i have a feeling there is some scientific method behind yeah, it but yeah, I'm not they 100% they, sure. they
1: say it does work yeah did it work I for you Shell? i don't
3: understand it 100% I, I got an oil line every time <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is true though
0: actually that is quite true because yeah. what happens is you start the mat you start the round and you have just got all this mud it's all blocked off you can't see anything under the floor mm-hmm. and you go up to the top you buy a mole or you buy a dowser I hope I'm saying it right anyway a dowser you get one of these you put them on the floor and like the timer starts straight away and at the beginning of the game I think you've got like three months haven't you to find the oil and get as much as you can and sell as much as you can and then use that money to go through to the next level, and there's yep. loads of levels. But getting back to it, you get your down, so you put him down. He wanders backwards and forwards, and all of a sudden he'll be like, does a little whistle like that, and uh, He's waving. Yeah, he starts waving at you, and then you've <laughs> got to put down like an oil, uh, an oil mine sort of thing, or an oil is it an oil mine?
3: Oil rig, yeah.
0: Yeah, you put down an oil rig, and then basically you have to dig the pipes down to the oil. Now, if there's stone in the floor or something like that, you've got to go round it. So you're using up all your resources and money to dig these pipes. It might be like you go down 10 feet, that costs $300. And you go right a little bit, that costs $100. And as you Mm -hmm. go through the game, with the money that you're earning, you then upgrade. So like you can upgrade your moles, you can upgrade your dowsers, how deep they can go, how fast they find it. There's all Mm -hmm. sorts of upgrades all the way through the game. And they're continuous all the way to the end of the game. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, Shell chose dowsers, and I've got to be fair, at first I was telling you, nah, don't go with the dowsers, they're not very good. Mm. And I went with the moles. Now, a mole, you buy a mole, you drop it on the floor, and you click on random places beneath the mud. It will go down, and it will reveal little triangles. Now, if that triangle is not brown and it's black, you know you've hit oil, so then you start digging your pipes down to it, suck Mm. the oil out. But I started going through the first three quarters of the game, I'd say, with these moles. And then Shell was like, use a dowser, they're much better. The differences mm-hmm. with a dowser is always finds oil. So yeah. wherever he stops...
3: it always finds oil, but also if you have hit every single oil vein and you've up, and you've got um a certain upgrade, which means it can the douser looks as far down as possible. Yeah. He'll walk off screen. So if he walks off screen, you know you've got no more oil, so you don't waste more money on moles or whatever you're using to actually locate the oil.
0: Yeah, and I didn't know that. So I'm putting moles (laughs) out thinking, oh, man, there's got to be some (laughs) more oil there somewhere. And you get a bonus if you get off the level and you finish it before the end of the timer. So it's pretty fast-paced, but it's quite exciting. So the game starts, you put your dowsers down, you put your moles down, you find certain parts of the oil, and then you whack these pipes to it. They instantly start sucking the oil out of the floor. But then you've got to have horses and carts to take the oil to the shop. So these are going mm. backwards and forwards. If they're not fast enough, it starts spilling. You start losing money. So then you can yeah. build like a silo and you can have the oil save up in there. And mm-hmm. you was doing it quite a lot, weren't you, where you're saving the money up in the silo. And then yeah, when it was so getting to a really would... high price, you were selling it.
3: Yeah. So I would generally build the silo. And if you put certain upgrades, you can put two silos together to make it like a super silo. And I would never sell above... Anything under 80p. Yeah, I've
0: done exactly exactly the same thing. (laughs) 80p was
3: my mark. Um, But the later on in the game, I got, I found you needed to hoard more, and then I wouldn't sell it below a a dollar. It was a dollar, and then it was like a dollar 20. See, I I found early
0: on a little trick.
3: Uh huh. If you go
0: into basically, once you finish the level, you go back Mm -hmm. to the village, and you've got like a barn, you've got like a little scientific bit where he does upgrades for you you've got the Mm -hmm. town hall where you speak to the mayor and you buy land because every time you do a new level there's like you've got like a grass area a sand area a snow area and like an ice one wasn't it
3: yeah
0: well I might I might get that modelled up but there's four areas that are totally different and then all over that area you've got like 20 sections so when you earn your money in the first level you go back to the town and then you go and speak to the guy that's got the land like the um the mayor yeah like the mayor and basically You have to bid for land. So on the the little sections where you are, it would have a number for the first one you did. So say I'd done top left square and that was 36. That's quite a high number. So I know if I bid for the one next to that, it's going to be pretty close to 36. But then Mm -hmm. if you go to a number like 20 below and you click in that one, you know you're going to have less oil there. So everybody's voting to try and get to the ones that have got the higher number. Yeah,
3: I mean, you play against AI. So there are, is it four? For yeah. AI characters that you're playing against and um, which is I personally think it'd be great to have this multiplayer
0: yeah that's what I was going to say it'd be cra- it'd be such a fun game to yeah. multiplayer what's, all yeah.
2: what, what's the end game
0: the end game is basically every time you do a level you find the oil you try and sell it because it's, it's so rapid it's like yeah. you're trying to find the oil but you're trying to suck it out of all multiple holes but you've, you're restricted in certain ways by either horses or you can widen your pipe so it might come out faster one side than the other side Sometimes mm-hmm. you can't find them. Sometimes you hit rocks. Sometimes you, and you have to upgrade to get a drill to go through the rocks. It's, it's got a really, really nice curve to the game where you can really decide what you want to upgrade. And you go yeah. down a different route. Like me okay. and Shell went down two and I,
3: totally different routes. We so, did. Yeah. We went down totally different. But I also found like, the upgrades were really, really expensive. But at a certain point during the game, the mayor tells you he's going to retire. Yeah. And he's going to um, start selling off a percentage and you have to get the most percentage like by the end of every single turn and all the plots that have been filled. And
4: what did, then
3: what did you, get? you become the mayor. I uh, didn't win. <laughs> did you not win? <laughs> I didn't know.
0: Man, this is so funny because at the beginning, me and Shell was playing, we'd probably done about five levels into the game. Yeah. And yeah. I actually was testing, doing different things to see if there was any like techniques that'd be really easy to get through the game. And yeah. I failed. And I went into Minus, where I I yeah. got right to the point where I had no money whatsoever. Yeah. I put a pipe in, and there was no oil there. And I'd spent yeah. my money, like you start off with about a grand. But I spent like 600 on making the first pipe, but there was no oil. So I had no money because I had <laughs> no oil coming in. So I was like, man, yeah. I've messed this game completely up. Anyway, I took out a loan for about 10 grand from the bank. And <laughs> I thought, right, I'm not going to make that mistake again. And I yeah. actually, do you know what? At the end of the game, I actually had something like eighty percent of, or something silly like that, of the actual. Uh, you started
3: dominating. Like you started get making way more money, having way more money, and whereas in my game, because you can see how much other people make, um, yeah. the AI and everyone I roughly had around the same amount. I had like twenty grand more than the others. I had like hundred it grand like not, more. But it's not, but his game, he was had like a hundred thousand more, and I was just like. How are you making so much money? And yeah. I figured don't buy the like as many upgrades as I did because yeah, it siphons yeah, all your money she
0: and kept getting salty because of uh <laughs> mine was at well, one pound fifty per litre and hers was like mine's Whoa. down at zero point zero four. Yeah, <laughs> it was
2: painful. What but, reminds me of though is the system that you said like with the money and stuff. Reminds me of like you muck up on SimCity, mm-hmm. then you that's it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah it was <laughs> you, a bit like you, that. Loan, you get loans and then you you yeah. end up getting yourself into a bigger hole and then you can't yeah, actually you can't get out of that you afford the
0: repayments back. Yeah. But in it's this, but in yeah, this you it's like... this turn yourself around. But it's like, do you go down the route of... Because when you first buy the land, you bid for the land at the beginning, so you're yeah. against the 4AI or whatever, and it's like, mm-hmm. you can see the numbers. So I can see that there's one square that's got 36 around it, and then I've got three squares yeah. that have got 24. So I know there's more oil in the 36. So then mm. I'm like, how much is that worth to me? Because when you first buy the land, it's about two grand. You can go up to like 15, 20 grand if you want. If you want that, if the computer AI keeps bidding over the top of you, you're like, man, is there enough oil there for me to go higher? And I was putting down like eight, 10 grand, 12 grand on on plots. But the thing is, it was paying off because where, like Shell said, she was doing all the upgrades. Early on, I was like, I, because obviously if you're spending money on upgrades, you're spending your profits constantly. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I got to the point where I had level two pipes. So they were twice as thick. And I had an upgrade which allowed me to have one pipe split into three. So all I was doing, I was putting a dowser down. He was looking for the oil in the first place. I put two more down, so I had two more sections. And then I'd put the, the oil rig thing right in the middle. And then I'd do three pipes coming out of one thing. But then I'd be like, right, I am not going like, to max out all my horses because you can buy as many horses as you want. I'm not going to yeah. max out on other stuff. And I also found one little tip was, go into the like pub in the village and there's Mm -hmm. people in there giving you offers and they were doing offers. Like I, if you go, if you give me five grand, I will never let the money go between uh, below 90 P or something like that. So I was Mm -hmm. like, right, pay him the five grand and then in game set up one pipe. And then I just take full profit. And I was coming out of the game where like the AI was getting two grand, six grand, 10 grand. And I was getting like 40 grand.
3: Yeah.
0: And then I think like,
3: I managed to play well, but I, for some reason, I just couldn't seem to keep hold of my money. So I usually make the most profit out of the guys and stuff like that. But one of the people you that I was shopping? playing against, well, I didn't get that many upgrades. There's <laughs> so many I wanted to go for, and I I couldn't afford them.
0: Yeah, I but you had a it. nice handbag though. Yeah.
3: Oh yeah. That, yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> but like, I, I just see, cons- I see them I diamonds in game. <laughs> <laughs> I never got a single diamond.
0: No, nor did I. I couldn't work out how to get them. I know there was an upgrade. You had to
3: upgrade the mole. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. too
0: expensive. But the thing is, you upgrade the mole, and then the mole yeah. will find the diamonds. But the diamonds were never worth that much. So they were only worth two grand. No, they weren't. So why you am could only sell spent- them to some dodgy geezer in the You to upgrade
1: your drilling equipment as well to be able to drill through, the through the rocks. rocks yeah, yeah. yeah. I did but
0: that. the thing that is, was useful. See, I'd done the upgrade to go through the rocks, but then. I actually hit a diamond, and like, at first, I bet you did the same thing. You done your pipes, you tried to drill into the diamond to see if you can collect it.
3: <laughs> Suck the diamond up. Yeah, that's what <laughs> I tried, and then I was like, did. it was just like chink.
0: You can't go it through this. I it wasted like
3: eight hundred dollars trying to get like a pipe to the diamond. It was so stupid. Yeah, but, like oh, I, just, I love the game. I'm going to play again definitely at some point. It's got replayability. Yeah, and I'm going to be playing. You again. didn't
0: complete it though, did you? Because you didn't win.
3: I didn't win. No, but did I, it give I, you the said, extra like, stuff at I mean, the end or not? Oh, no. What did I miss? <laughs> wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, basically,
0: at the end, see, I finished the game with something like 80% of the mayor's percentages for, like, the town. Mm-hmm. I had something like hundreds of thousands in my bank. And oh, then, did you get to the last level where you get the... I'm, I'm not going to say, actually, because that's going to be a spoiler, a spoiler for anyone. Yeah. But yeah. there's something at the end waiting. And I if you don't want to hear a small spoiler stop listening now for like the next 20 seconds but yeah at the end if you do complete the game if it's too easy for you which is not for you there's another <laughs> mode which is extreme and you could start Ooh. again on an extreme level
3: i want to do that did you but get the thing that is, though, i will put this out no i didn't but i was not crap at the game it wasn't that it was the, the fact the that i that's... had someone against me ai who just happened to spend way more money than i could afford i just
0: think the funniest thing is is that when we was playing it together because we played together for the first like i don't know hour eight. two hours and it was like you was well in front and i was doing really, really yeah. bad but i learned You're, my lesson i never
3: went minus once and you just seemed to like oh come back like two days later like, oh yeah i've got 100 grand i'm like what i've that's got because like i'm the pro
0: gamer strategy uh-huh.
3: yeah, right. okay. <laughs> but no
0: fair to fair be up. fair <laughs> strategy is my area that's that's my favorite type of games so you put me in CS:GO, yeah. I'm always going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> but put me in something like this, and I love it. And I did, yeah. I did want, I really wanted to get into the uh, the other mode, but I didn't get a chance. But what I would love to see from this game more than anything else is to be able mm-hmm. to play a season with three players player uh, with four players.
3: That would be so much fun because you can come back and then it's it just gets yeah. more personal, like fighting with people and yeah. bidding over the percentage of becoming the mayor and the places to mine. It's yeah,
0: because it would be it'd be really really good. You could do like all sorts of competitions and stuff on it, like you know, mm-hmm. bidding for the stuff would be exciting when there's all of us bidding for the land. The actual yeah. finding out how much money we've got, you could even yeah. take shares in each other or something like that. There's loads of stuff you could do with
3: that. That'd be cool. You could bribe, yeah. but there is there is a kind of multiplayer. There's uh weekly, is it weekly or monthly?
0: Yeah, it's there like, is. Um,
3: you can talk about that.
0: I didn't even <laughs> think about that. I haven't done it for ages. Oh man, I can't believe I forgot <laughs> that. Basically, you get. I
3: beat you in that. Can I just put yeah. that out there? I beat you in yeah. that.
0: But I didn't realise you only get one chance. So every chance. week at the front one screen of the game, yeah, at the <laughs> beginning of the game, you've got like a screen where it's person of the week and it's got a leaderboard and you get one mm-hmm. shot. You don't get to choose any of the lands. You don't get to choose where you go or anything like that. You you get the same upgrades as everybody else, which I think everything's upgraded, isn't it? It's like you can do whatever you want in that, le- in that level. And you mm-hmm. basically just go for it. You try and mine and get as much oil as possible. Just whoever does the best that week gets to the top of the scoreboard. I think I got like fifteen, fifteen grand, and you was like thirty-five.
3: Yeah, that was fun. But oh, I, I forgot about that. I'm gonna to have to go back and read that Yeah,
0: because that's a good little touch. I'm gonna to have a go at that as well. Because I remember playing it, thinking oh, I'll do a little test one. It was like you can't play for another week. I was
3: like, man, <laughs> I, want, I want to get on the leaderboard. But I think that's when we started talking about the moles, because you said how many moles you put down. I was like, that's a waste of money. You need to put down your douses because that yeah immediate. i, you know, I did actually go
0: douses. back to douses though
3: good so are the it's good
2: play. to listen now to like other people playing a game though yeah
0: yeah have you played this or not
2: no no i saw you on the stream play.
0: is it something you'd play or not your type of game
2: not my type of game but i don't mind watching people play it but what it about just... if
0: they put um oil uh rigs and mining and stuff into PUBG? would you be interested in then
1: <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> see but I was the same I watched your stream and I watched you play it and I was like yeah it was all right to watch you play it but it's not something I'm interested in but what would interest me is if it did go multiplayer and then the four of us could go head to head
2: yeah that would interest me
0: one thing I'd say about these kind of games is is you've got to get past first looks and first impressions because it's like reading a book by his cover mm. You lot are looking at it and thinking that's not the sort of game that I'd play. But trust me, if I put you into one or two rounds, you would continue playing that game till the end, the very end, and you'd play it all in one go.
3: It's very addictive. Very, yeah. very addictive. Like I, I wanted to make as much money as I can and wonder why I kept screwing up. And yeah. It was it was really good fun. And fun. End-
2: it's always the way, though, isn't it? It's yeah. like yeah. A, game, a game you look at it and you think, oh, I'm not going to like it, and then you actually start playing it and you're yeah. like, oh, my God, I'm addicted to it.
0: But this is I a little game, <laughs> you know, at the moment, it's single player. It's only a 6 pounds game. And I got multiple, multiple hours out of it. And I enjoyed playing it. You know, it's like going back to the old school. It's a game that you've sat down and you thought, yeah, I'm going to get into this. You play it. And it's one of them games where you're telling people around you, go away, go away and come back <laughs> yeah, later. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to play this game. And it's like, you know, that feeling when you go away from your house, that like you go to work. And all day you're thinking about if I do this, then I can do this. And if I do that, then I'll get better at this. And you come home and like, I'm gonna smash this. And because it's like you've got all these levels, I think there's something like hundred levels overall. Saying so every time you fail or you do really good, you start the next one thinking, "Man, I'm gonna do better in this one."
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And it just becomes really, really fun. And I really, I love the game. Like I haven't got a bad word to say about the game. It's an amazing game because I, and loved, I It
3: was a surprise. It yeah. surprised me. I didn't think I'd like it as much as I did, and. I did, I, I played it for three or four days straight and I needed to complete it and now we're talking about it again, I want to play it now.
4: <laughs> yeah, but that is, isn't
0: it? For me, yeah. it's like every time I switch it on, I'd be like, right, I'm in the third section, I've only got three mm-hmm. more jobs in this area and then I'll be on the last one and it's like mm-hmm. that excitement of, you know you're definitely going to get there at some point.
3: Exactly. And I think the biggest thing for me though is I really want to get more upgrades. I barely got any because I couldn't afford them. Really? I See, really I'm, yeah, no, I'm I opposite. didn't get money.
0: See, I would go into the game and I would get just the, the second pipe upgrade, the douse yeah. upgrades, and I wouldn't do anything else.
3: Maybe, are you not interested in horse. what more upgrades are available later on?
0: Nah. Because I'm, oh, see,
3: I'd want to know. Now
0: you know why I won the game. Because I'm interested in making money and not worrying about getting through the upgrades. But at the end of the game, it does say, <laughs> when you finish the game, it does give you a breakdown of all the upgrades you got, what you missed, what you should have got, and stuff like that. So... That was a good little bit to read through as well, because it's like, oh, I only got, I only done one upgrade on them pipes. I only done one upgrade on that out of the four. Whereas you probably had all the upgrades and didn't have any cash left.
3: I really didn't. I couldn't afford the upgrades. That's what I'm saying. I wish I'd got more upgrades, but.
0: But that's the point. That's why you lost the game is because you kept buying upgrades. And now you're still talking (laughs) about buying upgrades.
3: No, I'm saying I didn't buy upgrades. It's like going to a homeless
0: man and saying, here, do you want a pack of fags and a beer? Or do you want to suit yourself out? And just going, nah, give me the beer. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not going to learn my
4: lesson
3: <laughs> 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 oh, God!
0: but yeah anyway that was turmoil Six ninety nine single player at the moment we'd be good to find out if there's ever going to be a multiplayer because if there is I will be betting some cash on this for you lot yeah. real cash we'll do it every, every pound in game is 1p or something and we're just I don't know
4: <laughs>
3: that would be expensive
0: but it, yeah it's in billions or something is it Tumbleweed. <laughs> right, moving on to the second game I've been playing, which is another game, which is something we haven't played. We reviewed this before, and we loved it, and we all got on. For some reason, we decided to go back to it. I think it's because they brought a new mode out, and that is Robocraft. Now, Jansen knows that how much we used to play Robocraft.
1: Yeah, because it was one of those like hidden gems, wasn't it? Because we kind of found it randomly and then just got addicted straight away.
0: And it's free to play as well. Yeah. The people at Robocraft, they honestly know how to do a free to play because I'm all against free to plays. I always think there's some way they're trying to get money out of you. But I've got to put my hands up with this game. They know their marketing strategy is perfect because it's like they're not throwing it in your face constantly like buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this. And you're just like, oh, man, I'm just even bother with this. Like they keep asking me to pay for stuff. They literally. Let you get every unlockable in the game by just playing the game for longer. So every time you do a mission, what it is, you build your robot, you go into the battle arena as a team, or you can play it on like a there's like death match or there's like a map where you have to take over bases. And basically with that, you earn XP that makes your CPU power go bigger. And every time you, if you win the game, you'll get like a plutonium crate. If you lose the game, you'll get a rusty old crate. But even when you get this stuff, you've got a chance of getting, like, normal equipment, rubbish equipment, rare, epic, or legendary. Obviously, a legendary is a lot harder to find. But their model is so good. It's like there's eight things in each crate. Now, if you do the free-to-play game, you get four items. If you pay full for the game, you get you get the eight items every time, which I think is perfect because it makes people that don't want to pay for the game actually be able to play the full game
2: but, yeah, it feels, it feels like, it's, it's not like, buy this, buy this, it's like, have this, have yeah. this.
0: <laughs> and the thing is, games like this, I find, will have, earned more money, because it's not pushed in your face, and you want to pay them back, so, you know, you'll buy something from them, because you think you've done a really good game, you're putting it out for free, and you deserve to have some cash for it, so you're like, yeah, I'll pay the 30 quid for the game for life, to unlock everything, because it's such a good game. The other thing I was going to come and say about it is the reason why we went back to it is because they have brought out a new Battle Royale mode. Now, for me, the Battle Royale mode is very, very early. It's just being tested. The graphics are very basic. It does look promising to me, but at this point in time, the robots, you just drive up to them, and then you switch into another bot, and then the the, the area gets smaller, and it's just like playing any of your uh, Battle Royale games. I just wanted to talk about going back to playing the normal Robocraft
1: Yeah, one thing I thought was quite different with the Battle Royale version is that they're more for you jumping in and battling each other and not so much building your robots.
0: Yeah, that's one thing for me as well.
1: Yeah, so I I like in the the regular game that in between games you're kind of going back to your garage and you're tinkering with your robot. But that does take up quite a lot of time. And with this, it's like as soon as you die, you kind of want to jump back in.
0: Yeah, and I do know that, Chance, because I'm streaming the game. I've got loads of people watching me stream the game and then it's like, mm. should we jump into another match now? No, I'm just building my robot. So yeah. all of my <laughs> viewers are just sitting watching my screen just still. Yeah.
1: And with this one, the way that you change your robot is that you, you drive around in a little golf buggy and then you'll see a building. In that building there'll be a new robot you can transform into. So you drive up to it, you press a button and you transform into that robot. But then as you drive around you see other ones, you can then do the same thing and you can keep transforming
0: i think part of that though is as well is that if you're getting smashed up and someone's blown half your robot away you can hmm. creep to another robot and jump and change skin to a new robot
1: yeah and quite fun. Is, you can jump out of your robot at any time as well so if you can pick you? something and yeah as you're driving along if you don't like it you can jump out of it
0: what and you're like a little but, person
1: no i think you just go <laughs> back to your original like just little oh, body. Right. I
0: was just like, I don't remember jumping out of my robot and being a little person.
1: Because <laughs> the thing is, when you go up to these new robots, as you drive up to it, it will give you stats. So yeah. you can see if it's good or not. But like with me, there was a dragon and I jumped into the dragon and it was so top heavy at, that it couldn't stand upright. So as soon as I started driving away, it kept falling over really? and I was constantly putting it upright. So I jumped out that and I found a Cadillac. And I jumped into that.
0: There was yeah. some really weird things, though, like Shell. I
3: was a pig. The first thing she got
0: into <laughs> was a pig.
3: Yeah, I was a pig. And then we were all, all like, we all just took to that control. chance
0: just to go, Shell's a pig, Shell's a pig,
4: Shell's a pig. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, it
3: was, <laughs> it was yeah. not the easiest to control. And that was my very first game of any Robocraft game. So well, I had no idea what was going your on. Your pig
0: wasn't easy to control, like Minecraft.
3: There you go. It was just doing its <laughs> own thing. But and yeah, I came it across... It
0: the thing is, I went right up to the top of a mountain, and I found, like, yeah. this big warehouse-like thing, and I mm-hmm. found some really good robots. I found two tanks, and, like, really big, beefy tanks. I found one mech that had guns all over it. Yeah, mine were really cool.
3: Who who <laughs> builds these robots that are then put into the world, then?
0: I don't know, but I think you must have gone to a farm, and I went to, like, some touristic like... <laughs> big airport or something but
1: yeah it's probably the way the devs have done it is a bit yeah. like PUBG, where you're gonna have all different grades of weapons so one person goes in a barn and picks up a handgun another person goes into a barn and picks up a machine gun
4: mm-hmm. so
1: it's thought the they would have done it
0: a bit different though like like shell i'm playing a game mm-hmm. and there's tanks fighting each other and mechs and stuff fighting she's playing a game where she's a pig fighting a duck wasn't there a
3: chicken? There was a chicken, chicken there. Yeah, yeah. A chicken?
1: I, I actually got killed by a chicken.
3: There you go. Farm animals unite. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah but it, it, was, it was very random, send, but it send was Send it to
3: fun.
0: KFC. I think they need some chicken right now.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I went in there today and, yeah, the chicken bites I had were all right, but everything else off the menu closed. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why it was closed the other day, Jan, so we went to KFC as well. Yeah, yeah. Chicken Part strike. Thing. All the chickens are gone on strike.
1: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's don't want that. to be eaten.
0: Let's get back to the game, stop talking about chickens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think of this? Do you like this or would you prefer the original?
0: I really, really want to get in I like the original personally, because I like building up my robots, collecting yeah. parts, because it is really good in in the base game where like Shell, you only played it for a little while with us, but did you actually build yeah. a robot?
3: I started to but you were streaming, so I had very limited time, but then when I did build something, I found out I was awful. Yeah, because Shell I no decided
0: to build a shark with no floaty stuff or anything like that, so it was just a shark on the floor flapping about.
3: It was my and it land had shark. No guns
1: on it as well. Yeah, and land. then we started
3: getting into a game, and I realised I hadn't actually attached any guns. It was it was not the best of times. <laughs> <laughs> it,
1: was,
0: it was really
3: bad.
0: Land shark. But I Hoping started making
3: a bug. Off. I started making a bug for Shell Bug, but I only had one insect leg.
0: You do Sorry. realize you can go yeah. into the forge and you can actually find ones that other people have made. So if you type in bug in there, it will come up with all the bugs. You can just oh, buy one cool. pre-built with the money you've got, yeah. and then I a
3: look. I'm gonna to have to have like another look and see what else. Yeah, because
0: you, all you do is you get one of them, you change the color of it, and then re-change the weapons and stuff, and then it's your new bug.
3: There you see, go. a
1: huge part for me in this game is the building. Yeah, like yeah. it's not it's not all about the battling. And like with you guys, when we played the other night, you lot all came off and I stayed on for another two hours <laughs> rebuilding like my robot. You love doing that, didn't you? I
3: think that's that, kind of the fun though. It seemed, it seemed good and I, I would like to have a go again, but I just, I didn't have the parts and yeah. I had no like money to buy stuff. So I just got to play more games and earn yeah. the credits and yeah. get the stuff.
0: He'd done that in Empyrean uh, and we played the game for about, I don't know, two months solid. And Jansen, every time he got on, spent two months solid building a massive base it was amazing. Yeah. One day he comes on and goes, "Yeah, I have built my base. I'm ready to put it in game." It was like millions of ingots that he needed to save up to do it. By the time he'd got them, we're all like, "Yeah, we're bored of the game now. We've left."
4: <laughs>
1: he didn't even yeah. get to play with it. it. It was like my mothership, and it was it was huge, and it was big enough that all of them could put their spaceships in it as well. Uh-huh. Uh, I had a bus that could carry all of us. I had little like repair vehicles that we could go out in like single seaters. Then I had, like, attack ships, and I'd yeah. built all of this, and Aww. it was all self-sufficient and everything. And I was like, yeah, look, I'm ready to go. And then everyone's like, no, I'm bored that now.
0: Yeah. Have, you, have you played <laughs> Empyrean? No. That game's amazing. It's like you've got yeah. planets, real planets. You can fly from space to planets, and you build bases. You build spaceships, your space stations, and everybody in the game is real people. So you see someone, you can have a fight with them, and if you take their core off their ship, you can keep it. So... We've got these like massive ships in space and then we're going and like fighting people, taking their claws and taking their ships back to ours, repairing them.
3: Is there anything like EVE online?
0: I think personally it's better than EVE. Okay, because it's, it just sounds
3: like, like, like a lot like that and I have a little bit of Everything
0: well. is custom made. So every base you see, every, every spaceship is all custom uh-huh. made. So they're always different. And you've got factions, mm-hmm. you've got PvP in space, you've got PvE, you've got certain systems that are dangerous certain systems that are not dangerous and are friendly. It's just a mad game. Yeah. And it's, that's a, it's a, a real real evolving uh, galaxy, basically.
3: That's awesome.
0: But anyway, back to um, Robocraft.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I personally really, really like the normal mode, uh, just playing where you've got five-man squad against five-man squad because it's so fast-paced. And you, I, do you know what? We don't very often lose. We I think we've lost out of, like, 30 matches, we've lost, like, two. Because we're coordinated and we've got five people per team. So, obviously, mm-hmm. we're all on voice chat. Everyone's like, go for that guy. Go for that guy. And, yeah. And it's really good for streaming as well. Lo- lots of people love watching that game. Because you can actually watch your craft get blown up. Then you have to retreat and you, you get rehealed, And then it's just a mad game. If anyone wants to get into RoboCraft, it's free to play. All you've got to do is jump onto our Discord. And, yeah, man, you- you're more than welcome to jump into a team and, and get and on our side.
3: Uh, you have a good giggle play. Yeah, it Good is, because
0: look at Z. He's got on the front of his, his robot, it's got big letters saying hi. So as he's killing people, it says okay. hi to them. You know, and <laughs> yeah. I've seen some really, really funny ones. Like when you get some of the walking ones, they've got one leg and their little leg, you can hear it tapping the floor and it's like running really fast. Yeah. Really, really oh, funny, man. So
2: funny. Well, it's like When we first started, I was um, running as that mech. And we're all making that quacking noise. Yeah, that's the... what it like, sounded <laughs> like. Like the little ducks running away from
0: us. <laughs> yeah.
3: I love the way the starter mech like, walks and runs. Oh, my God, it's adorable.
0: Yeah, the legs go <laughs> sideways, forwards, oh. backwards. It reminds me of that robot they've got that does the backflip and that in real life. Yeah, yeah,
3: actually yeah. it does. It's got the
0: same legs. <laughs> yeah, it has. Like, it wobbles to the left, <laughs> leans to the right, and then it just like, decides to run off.
1: Yeah, it's that <laughs> Honda robot. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That's the one. But yeah, people, that's Robocraft, free to play. Download it. If you do want to play... I think it's the alpha of the Battle Royale. You need to go to their website because there's a new launcher. In my opinion, it's not ready yet, and it will be a lot better, I should think, when they get the model out properly and everything. But for me, just the normal uh, Robocraft is really, really good. So yeah, that's my games of the month. Right, moving on. Jansen, what have you been playing this month?
1: This month, I've mostly been playing Subnautica.
0: You're addicted, aren't you?
1: yeah. Pretty completely much.
0: and utterly addicted i know you're um, addicted when you disappear off the radar when you're going to meet me at night and i find out that you've been playing the <laughs> computer all night and you've probably purposely ignored me and made out that you weren't going to play with me
1: yeah basically i was here it.
0: all the time nick i was here all the time he didn't text me and then afterwards <laughs> i find out he's been a car, and he's obviously <laughs> wanted to play it and didn't want to chat to me
1: but the thing is, I, w- I want to be engrossed in it. and I don't You was want engrossed in it. You ignored in, all my, my messages. <laughs> yeah, i turn my phone off.
0: Yeah, he ignored all my messages, people, <laughs> 2 o'clock in the morning when he's realised, oh, I've ignored him now for about four hours and we got work to do. Oh, <clears> Nick, <throat> where are you? I've been online all the time. I haven't seen you.
1: <laughs> but it's, it's funny because like, us just talking about um, Empyrean yeah. like, and how it's, addicted it's I got to that. Same addiction, yeah. Yeah, this is almost like my new Empyrean.
0: Me and Jansen have got this personality trait where if we find something we just really like, we switch off everything around us and we just engross ourselves in that and that becomes life. in a few weeks.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Don't do drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Please. (laughs) But yeah, this is the thing. It's like, it's not that often that I find a game that I can be as engrossed in. And I'll, I'll, I'll play a game that I love, but I can easily just put it down and walk away. And with this... I'll have 10 minutes spare and I'll quickly turn it on, even though it takes five minutes to log in, just to play five minutes to turn it off and then go and do what I need to do. And that's when I know that like, I've, I've found a game that I can put a lot of hours no, into. The reason
0: you know is is because you say you're going to load it up for five minutes and play it for five minutes, and then you've missed a whole day's work. It's got nighttime <laughs> and it's got daytime again. And then you've got your <laughs> missus banging on the door going, what are you doing? yeah
1: but to be fair i've played this through the night into the next morning a couple of times
0: how many hours you've done on
1: it uh i don't know but it's a lot yeah and i haven't had it for that long
0: yeah because you know what (laughs) subnautica i played that game probably a couple of years ago now and it was early then i enjoyed the game a lot i enjoyed going down and going into the sea and searching around. But I got to the point where I was building bases and that. But the content was just not there for the game. So it was like mm-hmm. you was playing and you was enjoying it. Because it's a whole different experience, isn't it? Going under the sea and seeing all the fish and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But you had no reason to be doing it. There was like a massive spaceship on fire above you. You couldn't get to that. You couldn't do anything. It had no storyline. It had nothing. It
1: was just well, there. Let Let me tell everyone like the the premise of it. So that they've got an idea of like what it is. Yeah, go on. So basically you're an astronaut and your main spaceship is crashing into this planet. So you escape through an escape pod and you land like basically that the whole planet is covered in an ocean. And so your spaceship crashes into the ocean and then you're floating nearby in your pod. And when you wake up your pod's on fire you got to put the fire out you got a like you see that a lot of your equipment's broken but when you climb out of your pod and you look around all you can see is ocean and you see your main spaceship in the distance on fire and like that's what you were saying it's like in the early access games yeah. you you basically start in the same way you've got your escape pod and your spaceship's in the distance on fire but there's only a minimal amount that you can actually explore
0: oh you can't so you can't go back into the spaceship then?
1: no but in the early access one you basically had a, a, a small area around you that you could just go and look around but you weren't actually doing anything there was no oh, right. storyline to it yeah there was but no storyline
0: with- whatsoever it was just literally floating around picking up things you was saving picking up bits of stuff under the floor and like picking bits of plants up and stuff like that, and making stuff but there was no real you couldn't get anywhere there was nothing to do
1: yeah, but what they've got now um is they've got an actual storyline. So you've got an active storyline as you're going around and surviving and you you basically start with nothing. You've got your escape pod and you've got a, a machine in there called the constructor and as you put stuff into it, it will construct stuff that you need outfit, but you have to do that for your food, you have to do it for your water, you have to do it for tools, equipment, Um, and everything is broken down into components as well. So if you wanted a torch, you can't just go, I need a torch. It would say that you need uh, a battery. It'd say you need glass. It'd say you need plastic. But then to make those three things, you might need three things to make a battery, three things to make glass, three things to make plastic. So you've then got to go out and find those nine different components And then you've got to bring them back, make those nine into three to then make those three into the one torch.
4: Yeah.
1: And it it sounds a little bit long winded, but a lot of the resources uh, like work with different things. You just
0: just explained Empyrean again.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Basically, it's Empyrean. That's why you
0: like it so much. It's Empyrean underwater.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And basically, if you had to explain it to anyone, it is Empyrean underwater. And I thought you was going to go,
0: Then that's the end of that. And that's the end of that, end <laughs> of
2: that chapter. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you will be yeah.
0: into something
2: like this. Is what? Well. I thought Nick would be into something like this. Yeah, uh, this is the thing. Yeah. I was but into he hasn't this. played the finished version of it yet. Yeah,
0: so I got into this, and I really, really loved it about two years back. But I got to a point very quickly after about an hour or two of I can't actually do anything. So I put the game back down and carried on playing other games. And mm. it's just all of a sudden, it's just exploded. Sub-Nauta yeah, big,
1: yeah, because it's got it, it's a finished version now.
0: Yeah,
1: it's well, it's a version one at the moment. So when you play it, it feels it is a finished game, and you've got this active storyline as well. So even though it's open world, you can go around, you can do what you want. You still have this story in the background, and even with your spaceship, it's crash landed, and it's a like a little back way in the distance. But it's still on your uh, escape pod. It's still talking to you about what's happening. So it will say the the generators are overheating, and there's going to be a nuclear explosion soon. And yeah, then you carry on that. doing your bits. And then it, later on, it will say uh, two minutes left till like nuclear thermal reaction. And then when it blows up, you can actually get out your pod and watch it then blow up and set. Well, on I think fire I've and seen everything.
0: that. As, I've seen that as well.
1: Mm. Okay. But then what that does, it means that that whole area around that spaceship is radioactive. So you can't go near it unless you've got a radioactive suit on. And then that's one of the things that when you start playing the game, you've got a normal wetsuit, but then everything you have can be upgraded. And it is all
0: upgrades from that point on, isn't it? Your suit, your ship, everything, weapons.
1: Yeah. And you live basically in your escape pod in the meantime, and then... When you then build your base, you can't just think, okay, well, I'm bored of this. I'm just going to go outside and build a base. You need the blueprints for different parts that you build. So you then have to go out and explore. And in the beginning, you are just swimming, like free swimming. And you then find the bits of broken spaceship at the bottom of the sea. And you'll go up to it. And then you use your scanner. You scan it. And then it will say, this is a blueprint for part one of the like, shuttle bay or something like that. Or you go and do something else and that will say, this is the blueprint for a submarine. But then once you've got all the blueprints for a specific item, you can then build that item as much as you want. So it gives you the what it says, the ingredients to make that. All the time you're mining, so you're getting things like titanium, you're getting... Uh, sulfur you're getting iron copper all these like raw materials and then you're using it to build the different components you need and then with the blueprints you can then build bigger things like a base but your base
0: is there a lot of different like spacecrafts like underwater crafts and stuff you can build
1: um well there's there's three so well there's four the the one you start off with is just a little like scoot, uh, like skidoo thing skidoo. that you kind of you hold on to and it drags you through the water. Yeah, that is what you build like really early on. But all these things run off batteries as well. So you've got to constantly build batteries to power them. But then the next one on from that is a, a one man sub. And again, that uses batteries, but you can then go a little bit further with that and you're kind of protected because you're in something.
0: Because yeah, what I heard about this game is it's they've made it where it's like you can only go so far at the beginning and then you upgrade, you can go a little bit further, upgrade, go a little bit deeper, and you're yeah. constantly going back to your ship, do, building something, and then that pr- then gives you the, the, the chance to go further. And it's like you're going yeah. backwards and forwards and every time you're doing it, it's getting more and more harder, the game, as you go.
1: Yeah, because you're quite safe. Within a a 500-meter radius of your escape pod, everything is quite, like, relatively harmless. There are a few things that are, like, sharks. So if you go near them, they will attack you, but they'll bite you and swim away. And you've got a knife, and if you swipe your knife at them, they'll swim off. And, basically, as long as you ignore them, they'll ignore you. So... You can build up quite a decent amount of stuff in the beginning without having to travel too far. And then when you build your one man sub, then it's a level one sub. So it will say that that can it can go as far as you want, as long as you've got the batteries to power it. But it will say it can only go 300 meters deep. But as a person, what happens if when you, you go to 300
0: there, meters deep? Does it crush on you and you die? Yeah, so
1: when you hit like 280, it will then warn you, you are getting to your limit. The hole won't be able to take it. And if you go to 300, you start seeing the screen crack and things like that. And you've got to go back up and repair. To, yeah, you go back up to a level where it's OK. You've got to get out your sub, use your repair tool to repair it. But whilst you're out of your sub, then obviously other things can attack you whilst you're doing that. But you can then upgrade that sub. You find a upgrade blueprints as well. So then you can upgrade that sub to a level two depth, level three depth, and then it will go like 300, then it'll go 800, then it'll go 1,000. And basically, if you're swimming, if you're free swimming, you can actually swim as deep as you want just in your swimsuit. But you constantly run out of oxygen, so it will give you an amount of time in seconds that you've got oxygen. And in the beginning, I think you have thirty seconds, so you've got to keep going to the surface to breathe more air in to go back down. So you're not getting very far before you have to go back up. But then you can upgrade your air tanks and things like that to give you more time. You could, in like theory, swim. 2000 meters down as a person but you need to have enough time to get back to the surface before you suffocate but with your submarines they've got oxygen inside them so you don't ever have to go up for air but then they're limited to how low they can go so you could take your sub to like 300 meters down and then get out at that point and then swim down another 300 meters and then when you run out of air, you only have to swim back to your submarine. And so, that's how you can explore more places.
0: So how far have you got into the game?
1: Well, I've got to the point where I have a bigger sub, uh, which is called the Cyclops. And basically, you can use your Cyclops as a dry dock as well. So where you can put stuff like constructor, food and water like facilities in your base, you can actually do that in this bigger sub. And you can actually dock your little sub inside it. But this sub is like, it's big and it's slow. Yeah, so basically yeah. it's it's so, a long distance sub. So you go, you can then go. So
0: how how big is the world then that you can travel in? Do you get a big sub and you can move your base around? Can you build a base here and then move like 20 miles away and build a base there? Because when yeah, I played the build, game, it was just a little space I was in.
1: Yeah, you could build your base wherever you want. Because as long as you've got the the raw materials to make those parts off a base, yeah. you can start a base wherever you want. So you could like leave where you start, you could go 2000 meters North and then be like, well, this is a good place for a base. But how and do you know it's a good place for there. a
0: base? Because you go to the floor in the water and then you choose where you want to do it.
1: Yeah. Basically if it's somewhere near where you want to explore, um, you could be like, well, I'm going to make a base here so that I'm close to the place that I want to explore rather than having to keep going all the way back and as well if you've got the big sub you can have all your, everything you need on that sub but it does take four battery uh, six batteries and yeah. so you're constantly making batteries to keep that thing running yeah but the world is huge like i've i've said to myself look i'm going to go northeast and I'm just going to go for 10 minutes straight and then I'm going to see what's there and i've done that in every single direction and there's just more you could just keep going and going do and going you find
0: anything that's worth going that distance for
1: yeah because the further you go out the crazier it gets and the same with depth it's like the further you go out the deeper it gets and i found places that i've got to quite early on and i have found like abandoned bases under the water that i've got to and thought I need to come back to this. And then I've had to go to the surface for air. But then when I've tried to go back to that same place, I can't find it.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah. As you progress through the game, you can then build these beacons and then you keep them with you. And if you find somewhere you like, you leave that beacon there. And then you can find it it again. Yeah, you can go back. But there is also... Is is that because
0: it's so deep though? Like you're going so far down and then you're you're trying to find your way back to that depth.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because as far as you're going out, you are going deep as well. So I might go a thousand meters north, but then I'm going a thousand deep meters down. Yeah. But it's it's not just straight down. It's all caverns and uh, really? canyons and things like that. So you go down and you'll hit a bottom. So you've got to go forwards a bit to then go down a bit more. But then you might have to go back on yourself to go a bit further. So it's almost like cave diving. Yeah. So you're so,
0: trying to find your way to this place. And you,
1: you yeah. Yeah. To get really deep, you're going up, down, left, right, every direction. And I'll tell you what, it's like in the beginning, it's all tropical coral reef. All the wildlife is really bright it's and like it's coral, all quite yeah. friendly. Yeah. And the further you go out, the darker it gets, the more sinister it gets. And some of the, the things that you come across i've heard about noises it, and stuff yeah it's genuinely scary really because yeah because i play it with my headphones and they're noise cancelling and then i I play it in the dark as well and you're kind of just going around and the deeper you're going the more anxiety you're feeling because yes, you know I, how I deep you're going actually, and how was, dark it gets
0: i was playing a game on my stream and i like normally what I say to people look, i'm going to be streaming if you're playing in the same room as me try and hold your language to a minimum with swearing and stuff like that. And Tim's like, yeah, I'm playing Subnautica. Yeah, yeah, I won't swear. Don't worry, it's all good. I won't swear. Within two seconds, he's like, F word. And I'm like, wait, what did I just tell you? He's like, sorry, (laughs) a shark came up behind me.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, these, these animals are demonic looking as well. It's not just like you're coming across a great white shark. You're coming across something that's like a snake. It's probably about fifty meters long, really, and it's got the face of a demon, and it's just coming right at you. And you're you're about the size of a football compared to it in your little man's Well, things like that, I I don't think you can. I don't because you can upgrade weapons on your vehicles, and you can have these torpedoes on it. Yeah, and but you're
0: just gonna piss it off, basically.
1: Yeah, pretty much because these things are huge in the beginning. You see these things that are the equivalent to like a blue whale on our planet, yeah. and it, they're they're almost like an island. So it's
0: not set on Earth, then.
1: underwater. No, no, this is an alien planet. Oh right. So you basically you've crash landed on an alien planet, but yeah, it's you've got a whole like plethora of all different types of animals, and there, there's one thing that looks like a crab, but it's it's almost like a brain with eyes in like attack a glass from attack from mars exactly mars that's attacks. what it looks yeah it it looks like that but on crab legs and <laughs> like something like that oh, it just God. pops out of nowhere and you're just you're going around in the dark and you see all the the uh, bioluminescence and you yeah. think oh this all looks really nice because it's all gone dark and then that comes out yeah and then that you just hear the noise and then you're like what was that and then you you stop and you look around you don't see anything and all of a sudden, it's just there in front of you, and these eyes are just looking right at you. <laughs> and I swear, it's like you poo yourself,
4: poo yourself.
0: <laughs> Have any of you others played this?
2: No, I haven't played it yet.
1: How about you? I haven't Shell?
3: played it. Yeah, I played it when it like came out, like yeah. you said, before Same time as all me. these updates. And yeah, and I've heard about the updates. And so, do you I still haven't... own it? Yes.
0: So you oh, you can get back into that then.
3: I, yeah, I plan to. I've just got a massive like, amount
4: like of time. Like, it's, it. it's a very Don't yeah. lie, Wacky.
0: You're going to be playing PUBG. <laughs>
2: well, I haven't games <laughs> in ages.
1: <laughs>
0: you do but love a PUBG, though, don't you?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, with this, like, with the storyline as well, um, you do have, like, you're not the only escape pod, so you've got a radio... And every now and then, a message comes through on your radio. So you listen to it, and it will say, this is Escape Pod 13. Uh, We've crash-landed. Like, we've got this problem. Like, can someone come and help? And then at that point, it then gives you a beacon of where that signal's coming from. So you've got
0: missions as well?
1: Yeah. So you don't have to do it straight away at any point in time. You could be like, oh, I'm near that. I'm going to go over. But you'll go over, and then it might be destroyed. But you can then go inside, and you can check to see... What Is there anything, yeah, anything left behind? And they might have a, a, a box that you open and you get like whole things, like you might get batteries, stuff like that, but you might actually get the blueprints as well. Yeah. Um, and then it's the same with like parts of the ship. You'll get a huge chunk of ship that's like at the bottom of the ocean. And when you go over, you've got a cutting tool. So you can go over to it and you can cut a hole in the door, swim inside and then start exploring in this section of the ship, and you might find stuff in there as well.
0: does so, sound really, really good, and it sounds like... Have you, ever, have you ever had it where you don't want to play a game because you know it's going to take you away from life for the next three yeah. weeks? And yeah. you think, yeah, man, I really want to get into this. It's like Fallout 4 for me. It's like, yeah, I want to play this game. I want to get stuck in, but you know you're going to have the missus on the case because she's going to be like, where have you
4: been? You're not yeah, working yeah. up there.
1: But this will take up a lot of time. How many arguments and,
0: you had with your missus so far over this?
1: Yeah, quite a few. <laughs> 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 At least you're honest, dude. Yeah, because you know what it's like. And <laughs> yeah, the thing is, it's like spending huge chunks of time playing this doesn't go down well. Do you That's why get, most of the time I'm playing it through the night.
0: Yeah, do you get the speech? Yeah. Kids play games. Why are you playing games for? You're meant to be a man.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know you had that. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but anyway, with with this game, you've got different modes you can choose as well. So you can choose like survival, where you're constantly running out of food and water, so you have to keep replenishing that. Yeah, and then you've got a hardcore mode where oh, there's something else that they they add something else to it to make it even harder. Is that
0: where you can't uh, die? Die forever? It's permanent or something?
1: No, I don't think it's like that. I think they add. They add something else. Oh, no, there's one where it's you don't have to have the food and water. So you can you still do the story mode, but you you don't have to replenish food and water. Then you've got the hardcore version, which I think then you do constantly run out of food and water. But then you've also got a creative mode where it gives you access to absolutely everything. So be, in the game. I don't
0: see the point of modes like that though, because it ruins the game for me
1: but you know what the way they've done it is they've limited you on your vehicles so it gives you the option to go in there and like build bases see how it all works see what what's available to you but then at that point where you're like oh i've got just a nice base i've kicked it out i've i've done everything now i want to explore and then you realize oh, i've only got this little thing that pulls me around yeah and you've you've got a limited amount of distance you can go with that, and then you think, "Yeah, now now I actually do want to play the game." <laughs> and but that I sometimes
0: did... ruins it because you do that, and then you want to play the game, and you're like oh, I've done this all once.
1: No, because the thing is, all you've done is base build. You haven't explored anything because you're limited to the distance you can go, and then that's when you think, "Well, oh, actually, I want to get back into the main game and play it properly."
0: So this game would be mad if it was just multiplayer. Mm. Even if yeah. it's a co op, it'd be really good.
2: Going what, what Jas has just said, I've just bought the game. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Have you really? <laughs> yeah. Fair play.
1: The, the thing is, on Steam, it's only 19 quid. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so. How
0: it's much? Not okay, I totally thing. missed that. Nineteen forty nine. All
1: right. 49 Oh, right. Um, and listen, the on. thing is, this is a VR compatible as well.
0: Oh, that'd be good. That would be yeah. good.
1: Yeah, because. Like when you're swimming around, you you're hearing noises all around you, and you're you're constantly master left, master right, master left. So it would be nice just to be able to swim around and be able to look around to see what's around you. But the thing is, when one of these massive monsters come at you, That's gonna I think look mad I, in VR. Yeah, I think <laughs> you would literally jump out of your chair. Yeah, nah, that sounds. It does sound, um, it does sound really, really
0: good. Um, uh, one
1: one more thing I'll add to this is that it's not, it's not just underwater. There is parts where there's land, but it is very few and far between, and it does give you an indication that there is an alien presence there, even though I haven't encountered anything, and I don't want to give anything away. Yeah. But quite early on in the game, you see something happen that makes you think someone's controlling that. and then yeah and then you see these like weird tablet things and you think this is all alien looking then you'll see a cave and there'll be something in that cave like a wall painting or like a little contraption and you're like i I can't interact with that but it looks alien and that makes you think yeah there's more to this than just what's Mm, under the water so maybe
0: some kind of end game there where Yeah, find an ancient civilization
4: or something
1: yeah and the thing is with your like early on in the game you're putting out a beacon like your distress beacon and it says it's going to take x amount of time to get to you we know you're there kind of thing so all the time you're thinking well there's there's help coming but also i need to help the people that have crashed with me plus you've got something alien on the planet with you
0: Yeah, I might have to play this game, man.
1: I would say to people, Mm. they've got a launch trailer, and it is very good. So watch that on YouTube.
0: Cool. I I might have to get back into it, but I'll disappear off the radar for a month.
3: I'm definitely (laughs) going to give it a go again. I think it's something I need to take a second.
0: But yeah, Yeah. that's Subnautica. Everyone's playing it at the moment. It's just been properly released, hasn't it? So everybody's on it. I'm sure there's loads of people
1: streaming it. I even bought their T-shirt. The thing is that that's not something I normally do. Yeah, but this T-shirt did look pretty cool. Considering
0: you can print your own T-shirts. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's you know what? That's something besides subnautica. That's something that I want to do. Me and jansen were talking about this program that we. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard about it from the '80s, which I really want to watch. Yeah, the guy every day of the week's always got like an '80s film T-shirt on. Man, that's what I want to be like. So one day (laughs) I've got like. the Labyrinth on there. Next day, I might have the Goonies, Back to the Future. I'd oh, be wicked. Just can't yeah. But if anyone's
1: thing. thinking of the program, it's the Goldbergs.
0: Yeah, I haven't even seen the program yet. He's telling me about it. Yeah.
1: It is funny because, like, I think there's three seasons now, and literally every single episode, he's wearing a t-shirt off some eighties film.
2: Yeah, isn't man. the Goldbergs on Channel Four or uh, E4? E4 sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: But I haven't, I haven't seen any of them. But I want to get into them. But right, that's Subnautica, moving on. Check it out, let us know what you think. Right, so Shell, this month I believe you've been playing Her Story, which everyone would have heard me speak about on podcasts from probably quite a long way back in the beginning of the podcast, because it was something Mm -hmm. I really wanted to play. It really intrigued me about this game, about the way the setup is, about how it's all about videos and about you working out what's been going on. And actually, Mm -hmm. my missus started playing it, And so she said, like, don't play it while I'm playing it. You'll tell me what's going on. So (laughs) I never actually got to finish it. And then I told Um, you about it. And you was like, yeah, I'm on that. And so what do you think?
3: I absolutely loved it. I played it. Yeah, I played it from start to finish in one sitting. I was totally addicted. I did, yeah.
4: How many hours did it take you?
3: A few hours. Yeah, I kind of got in a bit of trouble with my husband because I had stuff to do, but still. It was worth it, <laughs> and you're like, I'm but listening to I... her story. <laughs> I got totally immersed. So it came out in June 2015, and it's a full motion video game. So basically, it's live action. Yeah, it reminds and... me of the old
0: fashioned games. You know, back in the day when you had like the shooting games. It was when they first uh-huh. could do like the most basic realistic video, and it's like yeah. a cop jumps out from behind a car and you shoot him. It's
3: yeah. like
0: it's like one of them sort of video things, wasn't it?
3: I loved it, like. I'm not going to give too many spoilers, or any spoilers away, hopefully, but it's set at a computer, like a really old school computer, and you're going through a police database. Yeah. And you're first given, um, like, I think it's like five videos, and you watch these videos, and then you can make notes and stuff like that. And then through watching these videos, you have to kind of pick up keywords and stuff, and you can search this police database that
0: you're kind of hacked into. I was, this isn't in the actual game, this is just how it is, but it's like, yeah, I was in the nightclub, and then, James did this, blah, 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 And you're like, oh, yeah. nightclub, James. So you're like typing them into the search database mm-hmm.
3: and it yeah. pulls out
0: new videos if you get a keyword.
3: Exactly. And you watch through all these videos and try and piece together the story of this uh, murder. And it's just, oh, I was totally, I was gripped for it, the whole thing. And I actually ended up getting a piece of pen and I wrote like two pages full of notes. Yeah, because it's it actually the woman,
0: isn't it? It's her being interviewed
3: in yeah, the police so station
0: it's... and then you've mm-hmm. got... Numbers of videos that like all the different clippings of videos they've took yeah. of her, but they're all in the wrong order. So you watch one, and it yeah. might be her at the end of the time where she's been being recorded, and then you've exactly. got to find something in there that then relates back to someone else and yeah. someone else and, and someone it's, else.
3: It's different interviews as well. It's like um she'll be wearing different things each time, and it's different interviews, and she'll be talking about different parts. Yeah. And as the police are obviously investigating, they know more, so they're asking different questions, which is why you need to listen and pick out the keywords that you're going to be looking up but yeah. it's it's the it's a great story there's a really good twist which i'm not going to give away but i oh my god i screamed and my husband thought there was something wrong with me because i was like oh i've got it i've got it <laughs> really? i just oh yeah he came running in he was like what is wrong and i'm like oh nothing 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 and i said something and he was like oh right you're still playing that game and then he got <laughs> into it as well like he was sat like next to me playing his game like looking over and watching and he was like oh you should look up this word and i'm like oh that's such a good idea <laughs> and it's 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 really good like i so got into but it, it is, and it's so relaxed again. as
0: well because it's like you're yeah. not doing anything apart from looking at this old screen is there anything else mm. on the computer screen because it mimics a police screen in like a police precinct literally
3: nothing like there's, but there's I thought something there was more to it pops up no there's, there's icons on that. screen and
0: you can go to different sections can't you
3: It doesn't really do anything. That just kind of it's just an old school computer, but it kind of tells you how to play the game and stuff. But about there's so many videos and like halfway through you'll get an IM message, like MSM Messenger, it's proper old school. Yeah. Of someone asking whether you're ready to quit to finish because obviously you found out enough. Yeah. And then there's just a wonderful ending to it. But it's just really good. It's a crime fiction. You try and solve it in your head as you're playing along. And you, as I said, you can make notes and yeah. so star like, special things and try and piece together.
0: If you're someone, like my missus, she loves watching crime programs um, <laughs> where there's, someone's been murdered. And then it's just a normal program about all the police and the, and the detectives going around and interviewing people and, and trying to work out who did it and why they did it and stuff like that. But this mm-hmm. is like watching a film, but you're controlling the film. Because you're controlling yeah. which parts of the snippets of film you're watching. And they all out of order. Yeah, they're all real films. They're real live films of, of mm-hmm. this woman talking in the police cell, mm-hmm. doing interviews of her. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, I've never seen a game like that before.
3: And there's so many different parts of her story that she'll talk about. And you're like, it's, I just loved it. I loved the kind of brain teaser aspect and yeah. the whole like piece and pieces together. Could you and... imagine
0: the person who actually made the game writing down all these scripts and and making up which bits to say yeah. to try and keep that like secretive because it'd be hard it's very clever give away it's straight very away clever.
3: there was one particular video that i watched and it kind of clicked in my head that this something happened and i was like oh so i searched that keyword and it yeah. completely opened up the story and then there was like 50 other things that came on from this one video and it was just so interesting and i oh i loved it unfortunately i think it's probably only a one-time play game yeah i don't think i could play it again because you it's ruined the story on yeah, story. yeah. See, me, I, I was just typing Morgan in random things. Oh, really?
0: <laughs> yeah, like toilet or like John or something like that. Oh, my word. And, I'll, awesome. and I did come up with a couple of things, and like a couple of videos yeah. did pop up. So you
4: basically cheated.
0: <laughs> it's not really cheating because you can, it's weird because you watch the first video and she might be talking about how she went to a nightclub and she got speaking to a random guy, but you don't know the name of that guy. You don't know anything about where the nightclub was or anything like that. So then you're mm. like nightclub, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, hmm. And she Mm -hmm. might mention a song or something. So you mention like something to do with that song, and then it will come up with a video where she's talking about a song that she was listening to in her car while she was Mm -hmm. driving somewhere. And then
4: yeah, but if you're typing
0: in
1: words, like if you're typing in random words just hoping to get a hit, that's like a police detective saying to her, "So who's John? I don't know. Who's James? I don't know. But you could get lucky. You might know. Who's Alex? Oh, Alex is my brother." Yeah, exactly. That, that's not how it works.
0: But that is how it works. They might go, they might turn around to her and go, We know what you did John. she go, Oh, I didn't mean to kill John.
1: Yeah, I know, but that's because they've got motive to say that. But you're just like, <laughs> All right. Like, this is going back, back to the every... whole pub
0: G line in the grass loot yeah. racing, isn't it? That's
1: it. <laughs> every, every man's name in, hoping to get a hit.
0: Man, when are you going to realise I've got through life getting where I get to by. Guessing. I would,
3: I would say, next
4: <laughs> <wing it. laughs>
3: kind of theory doesn't work so much because there was a few times where I got stuck myself, and I was like, I don't know what to search now. So I did do randoms, and ninety percent of the time, the random words I put in was nothing. Like I just typed in like murder and things like that, and it was all videos I'd seen before. And I was like, oh, I need a new angle. So yeah, it's just, it's just about paying attention and making. I, as I said, I made two pages worth of notes as I was playing this.
4: Yeah, it is a really good little game. It.
3: It's really cute. It's a really cute little game. And I really, if there's any more like that, let me know. I would love to play more like that.
0: Yeah. Uh, is this the game? I'm not 100% sure because there's another game like this that I had played before, which is like a murder mystery sort of game. I thought it might be coming out uh, as another game as well. Like, there are different sections of it coming out. That's what I believe. This,
3: I don't know. This seems to be a pretty well-rounded game, it, there's definitely a beginning and there's definitely an ending. Yeah,
0: so I, I think they, there might have been, at some point, it was where they was going to do series. So you do this game. Because it's quite a small game, isn't it? You do this one, yeah, and then the small. next month you have a different one, and next month like or the next game you have a different one. Um, I'm not 100% sure on that, but I remember my missus saying something about it. That if it was that if good. If it was
3: someone to look up, I'd love to know. Yeah.
0: Because
1: yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be that hard for them to do, because once they've done it once, they do the exact same thing, just with a different storyline different actress. Yeah.
4: Add, maybe there is, add something there
3: is else one thing it. at the end that wouldn't make. Oh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, for there's that so, story, there's something at the
3: end. Yeah, it would be. It would have to be a totally different. Yeah, but that's kind what we're of, saying.
0: It could be like yeah. uh, some policeman's diary of the different murders yeah. and things that he's yeah. solved. You know, you could like it could be like cold cases. Cool. So you're
1: yeah. you're trying to solve cold cases. So they've got a load yeah. of them in storage.
0: But oh, it could be good because they could cases. do like different ones. Like you do this one. This is an easy one. Do this one. It's hard. This one's extremely hard. This one's yeah. like on professional level, where you've got to pick out like proper hardcore stuff, you know.
1: Could be I like you have that. to look at evidence as well.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, how much? I would love. I'd be all over. How that.
1: much
0: was the game now?
3: It's five ninety nine, and that's dollars. I am afraid I can only get it in dollars, so it's five dollars ninety nine.
0: So it's not that expensive. So it's only a, ch- a cheap little it's game, hot. which you get a lot of fun out of. So
3: yeah, I like. I I had a lot of fun with that. I said I spent all day playing it and i did it in one go because i didn't want to put it down
0: yeah because you know what the funny thing is i've seen that game all over the place on like all the different internet like cheap sites for like a pound yeah it's it's all over the place and it's something that got overlooked and not many people got involved with i don't know if that's because of the old format the way it looks old on the computer but that's the way it's trying to look it's trying to look like a like 80s 90s like police precinct and you're the detective trying to watch the videos and pick out
1: yeah because yeah, it, you know? yeah, it looks like you're watching it back on vhs yeah
0: exactly
3: and the thing is as well is your whole screen is a computer database and yeah. it's from like windows 95 and i love that nostalgia yeah. that brought me back to yeah. my first pc where i looked at it and it was like oh it looks like windows 95 and yeah. all the icons are the same and it was just awesome what like, was your I first it.
0: pc windows 95
3: uh yeah I think
4: so. <laughs> my first
0: pc <laughs> I was an amstrad so. it was a blue screen and the outside of the computer was completely cream, like someone had been smoking around it for six years.
3: Yeah, mine was cream as well. It looked like that nicotine yellow tint.
0: Do you know what? I get a lot of people, when it comes to the custom PCs and building PCs for them, a lot of people ask me, oh, could you do like an old school desktop big box with the monitor goes on top in cream, yeah. like the old cases, if I can get hold of one, can you refit that with like a water watercooled PC in it? Yeah. So it looks really old and like really messed up. It's amazing with that off yellow color. I never understood why. A it, if, is there a inside. reason? Is, if anyone knows, is there a reason why PCs were always that off creamy yellow color? People have <laughs> been smoking around them.
2: They're allowed to be. They're allowed to smoke back there. Factory.
1: Yeah. So you, <laughs> it's like, it's already a smoker's color. So you, when they're in an office and they're all yellow, it doesn't mm. look bad because they started that color.
0: Yeah, like, a pub, like a pub yeah. with the red ceilings and walls. So the smoke don't colour them. Maybe that is it. If anyone knows, that would be a good question to be answered. But, yeah, that was her story. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Shell loved it. My missus loved it. I wanted to play it and tried to love it, but my missus ruined it for me. And, uh, yeah, check it out. Let us know what you think. Right. There wasn't many games this month because there's been a lot of other stuff going on. And we did give you, like, a a four-hour podcast, which was actually we worked out we was recording for eight hours on the last podcast, so <laughs> which is absolute crazy. We've done a whole day's work recording the podcast last month. But yeah, yep. so this one's a little bit shorter this month, probably about two hours. But moving on to the community and extra section, we did say that we was going to do a pinball effects competition. So it's pinball effects free. You have to join me in Steam and basically see if you can get the high scores. Now, we had a bit of a flop with this one. Basically, some people in the community was putting in stuff where you can cheat, you can get extra balls, you can do this, do that. So we sort of left the Pin- Pinball effects-free competition because it just wasn't fair. It'd be like, who can cheat the most?
4: <laughs>
0: Which seems pretty pointless. Shell, what is your view on this? If you're playing a game yeah, but you can save the game at any point, is it cheating to save the game?
3: <sighs> My husband does it and it drives me mad. Just play it, die, start again.
0: But yeah. like if I'm playing XCOM... I can save it mm-hmm. after every go, so I can then no. do a different thing. I find playing it on hard like that, it's more challenging and fun because I can do something different every time I die to get the next step. And it gets yeah. so hard that it takes you sometimes hours to get that next step. But I think it's like playing chess.
3: <laughs> I think there should be save points, and that's where you should use it. I don't think you should be able to save yeah, but every the thing three is,
1: seconds. Exactly, because when you done. play chess and you move your piece, you can't then be like, the other person takes it and you're like, hold on a minute. Yeah. i want to take that move again. Yeah, Because like, that's what you're doing.
0: Yeah, but chess is chess. And this game is designed, they've put it in there so I can save it wherever I want. So I'll save it wherever I want. If they yeah, wanted me they, to have a checkpoint like Dark Souls, then they would have a checkpoint like Dark Souls where there's a fireplace. Why have you this up?
1: Yeah, but they, <laughs> they put it in there for your convenience so that if at that point you're like, oh, look. You've got I no proof of that. You've
0: got no proof of that.
3: Can, yeah. I, can I just interject? There is a really good thing that I know we're not talking about it this month and you may get rid of this altogether, but in uh, Kingdom Come, Deliverance, to save it whenever and wherever you want, you need to have a special item and you use that item as you go. I think that's probably better. If you want to save it at any given point, you should have to spend something in yeah, game to do Yeah, but the
0: point is that I'm getting is it's down to the devs. If they've put it in the game where I can save it after every go of doing a strategy game, that's right. their fault. They've designed it like that to be played like that. If, <laughs> it's their fault. <laughs> yeah, if they haven't put it in there like that, then fair play. But they have. Yeah, flashback. Yeah. But yeah, flashback. It's, like,
1: it's, it's like me playing Subnautica. At any point, I can click the save button and save it. But At it any point, you can die,
0: I... so you can save it and yeah. go back.
1: Yeah, but the thing is, it's so that they, there are no checkpoints because it's open world and you're doing everything that you Man, want. Man, I need to get a dev time. on here.
0: I need to get a dev on here. With, At that with point, a game that I saves. can
1: be like, okay look i have gonna go have dinner i'm gonna save it here i don't have to go to a save point i don't have to no. do anything i could just click save and walk away but if i go to a cave and i think all oh, that looks dangerous mm-hmm. do i click save before going into the yeah. the cave it's like that's i not agree what it's with there that for. i
3: think i think it's how you use it not as a as like as much as it is in the game, if it's in the game, that's fine. And I think Jansen's got the right way of using it. So he it thinks I'm abusing it, and like it, using it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And Debs will you're be like, abuser. "Do you know
1: what? We're going to take saves out, and it's going to ruin it, for- <laughs> and it's going to come down to you."
0: So now oh, I've ruined loot crates.
4: I've
1: ruined
0: free to play. I've oh, ruined God. save, save games. Yeah, I've ruined everything.
2: Nick uh-huh. exploits games. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I find that. Obviously a game is down to what you want to do, how you enjoy it. And I enjoy playing XCOM on hard with a save point after every go. And as long as I'm not playing against no one else or anything like that, what is it about?
1: But that just shows you that you can't play it on hard.
0: I can't play it on hard. If you ever played <laughs> XCOM, it's impossible on easy, let alone hard.
1: I know, because that's, that's the thing, it's like you'll get someone who play it and hit it in one go. And never die. Like with Dark Souls, someone playing it with bongo drums and never die. And someone playing it with frying
0: pan and someone playing it with bananas.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, me and you will play it and we'll die every five minutes we're Um, dying.
0: Yeah, and what happened with that game?
1: We'll stop playing it. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, but... It, didn't, it wouldn't matter if there were save points because I'd save it, die, save it, die, no, save because it, die. you save
0: it, do it a little bit further, keep trying, and then save it again, save it again. This is pointless anyway. Let's move on.
1: <laughs> I'm a saver
2: <laughs> and you're not. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we, we should can... put out a poll. Twitter
2: hey, poll, Ray. there you go. Yeah. yeah. Same with loot boxes. <laughs> no, we
1: don't want to go down that road. Well, right. it was going that way right. if right. you right. carried on. I'm going to do a
2: Twitter <laughs> poll,
0: everyone, of If there's a save, is it allowed to save at any point? that good? Mm -hmm. We will do this on Twitter after the podcast.
1: But I want to see how you word it. I want to see how you word it. See, now you don't trust my
3: wording.
2: Don't word it the way you want to word it. Because
1: you make it sound (laughs) like it's a normal thing when it's not. You've got no
0: trust.
3: Well, the way you said it then, then I agree. You should be able to save wherever you want. But you're saying about the way you use it. We don't agree with that. Yeah.
1: Should you save before something big happens just in case you die?
0: All right. Look, people, I'm going to let Janssen write the question out. (laughs) I'm going to do the thing. You probably will win, but I will still be right because I'm always right. (laughs) Right. Okay. My missus gets a right up because she says, Nick, you, you never admit when you're wrong. And I'm like, of course I would. Every Probably. time I'm wrong, I'll always apologise and I'll always admit when I'm wrong. But I'm never wrong. <laughs> that really wow. gets angry with that. So it gets really wound up with me. Anyway, moving on. Pimble effects. Yeah. Wipe the slate with that. That's done. If anybody wants any competitions of any other games, which we haven't got any cheats for, which can't save and you can't get extra balls and you can't do anything to get in front of anyone else, then fair enough. We'll do a competition for that. Text us <laughs> on Discord what you want to do, and we'll give you some prizes and stuff like that. But apart from that, we're on to the questions. And we've got quite a few questions this week, so uh it's going to be quite exciting. We we'll do the same as normal. I'll read the question out, then you lot can give me your views on it, and we'll go from there, yeah? Mm-hmm.
4: Cool. Yeah.
0: Right. I know this is a bit of a tongue twister, so I'll try not to mess it up. Nixel Dev sends in What are your opinions on the rise in popularity of retro gaming, especially in the PC space? And how do you think that modern digitally distributed games and online only games could be best preserved so that they can be enjoyed in the future as we currently do for past games? So basically what you're saying is like how you used to buy your games on a console, say, or you used to buy your PC games in that big box with the slide out bit of card, you know, mm-hmm. off the shelf back in the day from like our price or something. Remember R Price. <laughs>
1: yeah. I have
0: <laughs> that for ages. Yeah, uh, someone told me the other day and I just thought of it, but like R Price had yeah. like, the big old fashioned uh music thing. What's it called? You can't even remember what it's called, can you? A jukebox. Older than that, mate, the one with a wind on the side but a big like trombone thing coming out of it.
1: Oh, you were talking phone. about uh, a gramophone.
0: Gramophone, that's the one. No, that's
1: no
0: our... that was H- HMV. Oh,
1: was that HMV? Oh no, because R Price was R
0: Price was a record.
1: Yeah, our price was uh, HMV bought our price and changed it to HMV.
0: Yeah, but it was it was a gramophone, and yeah. that shows you how old it was.
1: <laughs> um, and it, uh, yeah, the dog looking at it.
0: Yeah,
3: that's HMV. Yeah, that's a bit but,
1: random,
0: um, isn't it? Dog looking at a
3: gramophone.
1: Yeah. But but anyway, do you know do you know what that uh, that was all about? No? The dog looking at the gramophone. Uh, HMV actually stands for His Master's Voice,
4: mm-hmm. and the gramophone.
1: Yeah. And the dog is looking at the gramophone because it's showing you that the quality of the voice that's coming out of it is so realistic that the dog thinks it's his master.
0: And that's why he's looking at the gramophone. See, yeah. I've just randomly come up with that about HMV and R price. And jansen has got a fact like that. <laughs> you, you earn 10 stars for that. Because <laughs> there's going to be a lot of people like me that didn't know that. That's quite good. I've learned something new. I'll tell someone tomorrow about that. That will be passed on as a web of... I don't know, information. Uh,
1: what is it they call? Um, pub knowledge or yeah. something like that, isn't it? <laughs> so it's just what you talk about it's doing useless. you down the pub. Yeah, useless knowledge.
3: Though so I will say, a bit more useless knowledge, the dog's actually called Nipper. <laughs> really? I don't know, nice. I, yeah, the, the little white dog from the HMV is so, right.
0: Nipper. So it's called his master's voice, that's HMV. He's mm-hmm. looking at the, the gramophone. Because mm-hmm. the voice is so good mm. or real or whatever. And mm-hmm. the dog's called Nipper.
4: Yeah.
3: There you I go, think it, people. I think, the more I know. I think know. the um, picture actually came from a really old um, painting. All oh, right. Yeah. Don't quote me on it. I think it did. I'm pretty sure yeah. it did. Yeah, because
1: yeah. I, I remember seeing something about the original.
3: Yeah. And right. the, that dog's called Nipper. Anyway. anyway sorry,
1: carry so, yeah. on.
0: Back <laughs> to Nixle Dev's actual question, which we started 15 minutes
4: ago.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I guarantee, Nick's with Dev, you've got some good information if you didn't know that already. <laughs> he was basically saying, when you used to go into the shop like that, you'd buy your computer game, you'd get a physical copy of it, and then you'd put that in the shelf. 10 years would go by, 20 years would go by. You could always go back, and you can play that game again. And basically, he's saying, what's going to happen you know, with these digital downloads? Like, say Steam. Say Steam disappeared off the face of the earth tomorrow. What happens to all your games? Where do you get them from? They're not not—they're not real. They're not there. You can't download them once they're See, but
1: the thing is, like, everyone's got their own opinion on this. But with me, I personally think that the way it is now is perfect for me because I don't go back to old stuff. Yeah. So it's like all my PlayStation 1 games, they've been gone for, like, the last 20 years. As soon as I was bored of a game, I'd sell it or give it away or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah, but and- – but uh, like, another you know, part we... of his
0: question, though, sorry, another part of his question is is the rise of popularity in retro gaming. So, like, your hmm. old Nintendos and stuff like that, Street Fighters yeah. and stuff like that coming back, because we wouldn't yeah. play them again. i played play Street but Fighter. You,
1: yeah, but the thing is, you've got digital copies of it now. Yeah. It's like, yeah, why would I then get my old Nintendo, dust it off, and then put cartridge in it to play it through an RF cable on a mm-hmm. 60-inch TV when I could just, like, get an emulator on my PC and have every single retro game that's ever been made in about 10 but, seconds.
3: Yeah, I it's think you're wrong the there. Same. It's not the same. Yeah. You have that nostalgic, the smell, the feel. Like Yeah, I'm with Mixed and Shell on this. If you said to someone, like, oh, let's just bung on an MP3, yeah. and then you've got someone who's got this, like, record that's, like, yeah. 50 years old. Let's uh-huh. do a Twitter
0: poll, and me and Jansen get one-one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> there you go i think there's something there's something about it it brings back the memories and nostalgia. Yeah, I, yeah, I personally definitely. would want to go through the process of setting it up and the yeah, whole blowing the, in the cartridge and then getting it to work
4: yeah, yeah.
1: There, there is there is a big thing with nostalgia when you get old yeah. stuff but the thing is if i i've got a master system 2 under my bed and mm-hmm. it's it's just been there for four years it hasn't done anything and The last time I got it out and I plugged it into the TV, I played it for five minutes and then put it back and then it sat there for another two years. But it's
0: the point that it's sitting there and you know that it's there. That's the point.
1: It's like I keep going back to.
0: Do you have a Hero Quest board game? I played that as a kid, talk about it all the time, and I want it just to sit in the corner of my room so that when I want to get it out and blow the dust off it and play it for 10 minutes, it's there.
1: But the thing is. you've got Correct. these like raspberry pi boxes and things like that that you can do retro gaming on and you get the ones that actually look like mini nes or mini yeah. mini super nes you've got mini mini mega drive you all these little things where they know that the, there's the market for like nostalgic gaming and you can plug that in and you will get the same effect that you had when if you were plugging in an original one but at least with these ones they, you don't have to blow on the cartridges to get it to work, yeah. and it probably connects with a HDMI cable. See, me. But what you, what you see on the screen is exactly what you would have seen back in the day. Well,
0: not really, because you actually get up, upscaled once to 1080 k but still looking with the graphics from before, but upscaled. Whereas I've got uh, an original Mega Drive here, like an original, original Mega Drive, and I've got Sonic and games like that here. And, you know, I put that on, and my kids, Jesse and Leo, are like, I can't see the picture. And I'm like, what do you mean you can't see the picture? They're like, I can't see the picture, it's too blurry. And yeah. But the thing is, they can't see the picture because they're modern. Like you, Jansen, yeah. you're all yeah. about new and not about old. You're all about going forward and not looking back. But yeah, but there's the other thing
1: as well is what opposite. You, yeah, but what you played it on back in the day, when I had my NES, I was playing it on a 15 inch TV. Yeah. And now, if I plug that into my 60 inch TV, the pixels are so big that you can't see it properly.
3: Yeah. It hurts your face. Yeah. <laughs> it but, literally hurts. But that's yeah. why you have to go
0: original, don't you? And you have to get the old monitor out and the old stuff out and play <laughs> get, it on get the Get the
1: old TV thing. out as well.
0: Yeah. yeah.
4: See,
1: I think there is a huge market for original retro gaming. But yeah. my, for me personally, I'm all about what's next.
2: So, yeah. and that's like, the thing
0: that I'm getting at. That's why it's pointless talking to you about this.
1: next Yeah.
2: yeah. All right. Maybe <laughs> I'll think, stay at this. One. The second part The second part of, <laughs> of his question was pretty good because I was I was reading on this like some games that came out like ten years ago but had online don't like that like, they've shut off the servers so there's no online anymore. Exactly. So you can't play that game. The online version of it. Yeah. So what? What? The only way they can preserve it is if they just keep like if developers and stuff keep it going
4: but Mm -hmm. that's the only way it works
0: because because i've played games where like you've got old games like i'm not 100 percent sure which ones there are but you've got like quake and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. people love the game and then one day they just it's just not making money for them but they've got this Mm -hmm. server running where people are playing on it and it's like Mm -hmm. how long do we hold on to this for But what they could do is they could bring out so you can have your own server so it's totally in your own network or whatever mate wants to come around you want to play quake with 10 of you you know you they could do that they could give you the server
2: what, what, files for the game what i was going to on that though is some people i think battlefield 2 or something yeah. a bad company some people actually got into the game and remade the online for it so people could play online but yeah. ea shut it down
4: mm. yeah
2: so and it's, it's like licensed and stuff yeah it's like gaming companies nowadays it, they should they should go okay we're going to shut the servers off but feel free to do you know what I mean. Do a land fight or something like that. Yeah, like and let, yeah, you, they should
0: open it up to like open source sort of thing. So that you, will let
2: yeah. the game download it. That will let the game like still be alive ten years time because then you can just go on with four of your mates and be like, all right, let's just jump in a make a server and see if anyone else wants to play. But do you that know?
1: would work with a smaller like development company, but it wouldn't work with EA because yeah. they won't open source anything that they own. Yeah. yeah, that's the but thing. It's
3: like, it, m- not even EA going back to like the old school Mario Kart's and my brother was absolutely gutted when Gold and I got taken off and he couldn't play yeah. that online anymore. We was playing that the like, other like, day, he day at the show. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, but there is
0: it. there is there is one thing funny I'm gonna say is games like Rocket League, PUBG and stuff like that, you don't have to worry about that in hundred years no. from now. Because they'll still no. be going. They'll be like on their hundredth loot crate coming out, hundredth <laughs> So the game yeah, will no, still be being just... played, but they'll just be like a whole wardrobe of clothes at that point. Yeah, you can get.
2: <laughs> it's just it's just the games that you enjoy playing on. Like, say, if it came out on the Xbox 360, do you know what I mean you enjoy playing, and then they just shut everything off. Yeah, it's it's just like the retro games. If they just shut you off from playing all retro games, you be like, well, do you know what I mean, I, I, you you have to always play the new games. You'll never go back to being a is- retro game. So in in like ten years' time, you can go. Oh, I really want to play Battlefield Two. And then you'd be like, "Well, I can't play it because one yeah, the And that's exactly and that one, right? what
0: happens. That's exactly what it's that like. That just now. ruins the whole the thing like is, retro sort of. I know game. people that won't buy games. Like, say, just as an example, like I know a couple of people that will not go with Apple on their phone anymore because when did you know when you're say you've bought like a hundred albums, you paid ten for each one, yeah? And like, so say you died. No one can, like, your next of kin can't yeah. have damn albums. It's wiped. Mm. That's it. You, you Once you're gone, your phone's gone. So, and it's yeah. the same, like, Steam. What happens with my Steam games when something happens to me? Can I pass them on? No, you can't. they are gone. Yeah.
1: So no, it's I mean, like
0: you don't have no collection anymore. So Yeah, but that,
1: that doesn't bother me at all. Because I think when I'm dead, I ain't playing my games. So I, don't <laughs> care <what
2: I'm> <laughs> I ain't playing no games. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, the thing is, the only way, you know, what I was watching or reading is, the only way these sort of games, like online games and stuff, can survive is they go into um, museums. Uh-huh. And the companies will allow them to like, do like a four way land in a museum. Yeah, but that, they wouldn't allow That'd
0: be a wicked yeah, museum. I'd
2: work you know, there. The only way, <laughs> it, what, I think they draw the line on one museum because they tried doing it online, but you had to pay to go into the museum. But so yeah. it's like you had to pay to play the game. So then the museum, so the uh, publishers are like, nah, you're not making money out of our game.
0: get a computer game museum where you go there and you can play all the old games and they get yeah, the servers they're, they're running. Because, so yeah. EA and people like that can go, yeah, like, look, we'll license it to you to run for, yeah. the, for the history of our game. But,
2: the, but again, the museum can't charge. Once they start bringing money into play, yeah. that's when the publisher are like, well, you're making money off our game, yeah, which we is like 10 years old. No, you're not doing it. So they, I think they shut it down on one game. Uh, um, museum tried doing because they were charging yeah. people to go. So but overall, one thing with
1: retro gaming, is that ages ago before you had the internet, retro gaming was all about single player or two players on one screen. Three, yeah. yeah, I was so, gonna say
3: you're concentrating a lot on multiplayer.
1: Yeah, so you, you can you can go back to that era of gaming whenever you want. In a yeah. hundred years' time, someone could go back and play turtles on the NES because it's all single-player. Yeah. But it's it's the whole thing of like this multiplayer era. That's where you can't go back to it, because you need the servers to be able to play online.
4: Yeah. But as
1: well, if you went to play something online, it might be you and two other people, but yeah. you're trying to play PUBG, where you need 100 <laughs> people, and there's only three people on the server. It's quite funny. Because it's so out of date. It's quite no, funny it's like... that
0: we're talking about this, because I actually... Opening up in the community on Discord playing um, Transport Tycoon Deluxe. There's a version of it called Open Transport Tycoon Deluxe, and it's a remake. It's totally open to source, it's completely free to play. And the first thing they've done is they've upgraded the server so everyone can have their own server. And it's like mm. that game is probably 25, nearly 30 years old, and it's still out there and it's still got a massive following. Like the amount of servers running on there, but what they've done is they've taken the game where you can normally have, say, I don't know, three square miles by three square miles of land, and everybody's planning that game, building their towns up and building all their transport up around the towns and stuff. But what they've done now is they've opened it to modding, they've opened it for people putting extra game modes in, and instead of having, like, like three square miles, they've got, like, 300 square miles. So it's like they've made the game same as the original, so it's retro for everyone to get in and play. They've even done mods for upgrades for, like, all the graphics and stuff like that. But it's, that's the way I think it should be done you know, get mm-hmm. a game that was that old and it ran on like 300 meg and put it, so now it's free gigs and make yeah. it up to date, but exactly the same. That's what yeah. I love.
2: The thing, if, what I see it as is in like, when I'm in my late 30s going on 40s, you're you you're talking about like going play like Super Nintendo and stuff like that. But when I'm in my late 40s, you know what I mean? I'm going to be like, I want to go back and play Call of Duty World War 2 out of the blue. Or yeah, just something out of the blue like that. And then you go on there, and all you could do is play the story. And obviously, because I'm from an online sort of era, yeah. I'm going to be like, well, I enjoyed the game when I played online. And mm. now the online's not there. So it's, it's, it's just like the new... I, I see where Nixel death's coming yeah. from, because he's, like, he's talking about, like, obviously, the older people that played on like, the NES and the yeah. Super Nintendo. I-, I think
0: at the end of the day... It's something that everybody feels because everybody wants to go back to their multiplayer game or a single-player game, and, and they want to have physical copies of their game, but we're going into the future, and yeah. it's like Jansen says, that the, the amount of people were changing where it's now everybody's like, Look, we could go back to that, we could keep like an Xbox 360 or whatever, but likelihood is you can keep it and play the games at single-player, but... All the games that are multiplayer are just going to disappear off the face of the earth. And that's just yeah. tough luck. There's nothing we can but do about
2: it. But it's just this nature of the beast, really, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. so. And the whole thing with, like, uh,
1: digital games is that you don't have a, a stack of games sitting in the corner taking up mm-hmm. space. And then when you're bored of them, you sell them all one Music Magpie for 60p. Oh, that's yeah. one
0: thing I was going to say about, though. One thing that I came across recently is there's going to be a new company opening up soon. I can't remember the name of it and they're hoping to rival steam and what they're actually going to allow you to do i think we spoke about briefly on one of the podcasts yeah i think last month yeah yeah, you buy the game from them and the publishers allow them to sell the game full price but then they've also got a set price to resell the game so you can buy the game secondhand or new but the thing is the the people that are actually publishing the game or like the the devs that are making the game they will get something like 90 percent of the money for the secondhand games as well so where you go into the shops like game and stuff and you trade your games in, or oh, what's the other one on the, on the high street? CEX. CEX, had a game exchange. You'll go it's- in there, but the money will go straight to the shop, but it won't go back to any of the people making the game. But this company, mm. they're going to have set prices. So you buy the game new, it's this price. You buy the game secondhand, it's this price. But
1: Yeah, but how does that work for a digital copy? Because if you go into game and you've got brand new, shrink-wrapped, brand new, in the box... And then you've got the second hand game that's not shrink wrapped. Someone scrumpled up the uh the It doesn't paper matter, does it? The it it's all don't scratched. Get that. Yeah, but that, that's what I'm saying. One's the brand new one's 30 quid, the one with the screwed up bit of paper is twenty five. So you think, well, I save a fiver, but I've got but something. No, you don't get that, that no more, James. It. Yeah, I know you this is what I'm saying. So it's irrelevant? It, no, it's totally relevant because if you go onto this new website because it's all digital.
2: Yeah, but this is what I'm getting at. Let me finish my sentence. How can you tell from a new game to a pre owned game in a digital <laughs> Yeah, a, di- a digital copy, new
1: and second hand, is identical. So, why would anyone buy something new at full price when they could buy it second hand? And this is what I just about
0: to explain to you. This is the point. The reason why you don't get that now at the moment is because when you take a game second hand back to the shop, the shop gives you a little bit of money for it and then they sell it off and the shop makes profit, doesn't it? yeah the developer doesn't make anything. It's purely profit from yeah. the shop. but this new company, their strategy is a way of selling games second hand, but the developer gets money from it so whether you go and buy it brand new, day one say they okay sell-
1: are, you, are you saying this company is only selling second hand
0: no they they sell new and second hand I
3: think Jansen's talking about as a consumer, not as the person. Yeah, he's getting it modelled up.
0: So, yeah, say say the company there, it's like Steam, yeah? So, day one, you can't buy a second-hand game day one, can you? Yeah. Because there's no second-hand games out there. So, some people have got to buy it new. So, if you want the game day one and it's, say, Call of Duty, everybody's paying 50 quid for it. And there's going to be millions of people paying 50 quid for it. But then say you sell that game day two back to them, yeah? That hmm. the company will buy the game off you say it 's fifty quid, and they buy it off you for thirty quid, yeah hmm. that money goes back to the developer, and this is the fundamental point. The money goes back to the developer even if it 's second hand, and this is how they 're going to get around it you can 't do it with steam because it would, the money would go to steam, but the money's going back to the developer, so they sell it for new fifty quid, then they give the money for the second hand version or whatever when they want to give it back to that company the the key goes back to that company and then that company will resell it for a set fee. It doesn't go up or down, it's a set fee. So that second hand like, game will be 25 quid. And then that 25 great, quid, 90% of the money goes back to the developer again.
3: It's a great idea, but as a consumer, I wouldn't buy anything new. That's what I think yeah. Jansen yeah. was trying to say. And I understand they, that. Th- there will be a massive drop in sales in new, but yeah. it, they need, they, they're going to need to keep up with the demand of people returning the game to the people who want to buy yeah, the and game. And that's
1: the point. You're, cool, you're saying Call of Duty, it comes out 50 quid, Like a million people buy it and then a week later some people are bored of it, so half a million go back. Yeah. And and that's like in in the first three days. Yeah, okay. But then everyone who comes along after that is like, Well, why am I gonna pay fifty quid for a new one when I could get a second hand one which is Exactly.
0: You're missing the point. So they buy a second hand one. But it's just supply and demand. They only buy second hand ones if the second hand ones to buy it. And if they do only buy second hand ones, the developer doesn't care because he's still getting 90% 90% of the money for the second hand game. Yeah. So the developer is making, he makes 50 quid off the first time it's sold. And then he makes 25 quid off of every time after that it's sold. And it's only one game. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You sound like you've got yourself in a pickle.
4: <laughs> no, no,
3: I think okay. you're, you're both coming at it from two different points. Like Nick's trying to say how great this is for the um, people who are selling the game yeah. and the developers. Jansen's saying as a consumer, it's, not such, but a but it boot, is I great
0: because if you want it day one, you pay full price like now. But if you're willing to wait, say ten days, if it's a popular game, there won't be any second hand ones, so you'd have to buy it new price. But if but if
3: it's such a great game, they're not going to return it as much as exactly, which means it.
0: more people buying the beginning game. I
3: don't know, so it
0: balances itself out either way. But the point is, the consumer can buy it day one and pay full price, or they can buy it day five and get it half price if there's any available. And for the actual company. The developer, since when has a developer ever been able to make money out of a second-hand game? They haven't because mm-hmm. it goes to the shop. But now they're going to sell, the, the, the actual developer's going to get the main money for the day one sale and he's going to get the like 90% of the money yeah, on the second-hand sale. But
1: what I'm thinking is day one sales will drop like yeah. a lot, like 90% or something like that because everyone will be sitting there waiting for those second-hand games.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and if no one buys them, there ain't going to be none of them. So people will buy so if you want yeah, Call of but, Duty day no, one... But
1: no one's, and, no one's buying the day one game because they're all waiting for the day two. Yeah, and, and, then, and it, then what it's happens? It's a constant waiting game because everyone's <laughs> like, well, maybe maybe tomorrow, maybe yeah, the next day. Exactly. And then it's, it comes out on the 1st and by like the 15th, people are still sitting there waiting. Well, someone's got to return it. Like, yeah. I, I want to save that 20 quid. Maybe that's think, true, Do you James? think how
0: much... This is what I'm saying. Maybe that is true. But if it's a game like Call of Duty... No one's going to wait fifteen days. they're just going to buy it like you if you, you you play what's the game you play all the time? FIFA you'd buy that day one
4: well,
3: What about FIFA? the smaller games then
2: but like, now what I'm trying to say is like the, the, it's really good for the developers actually because of the retail value. you can sell the same game six times, and you can make so much and money And that's out of why it. they don't
0: care if it's a second hand game you're buying a mm. new I
2: understand your... where Jansen's coming from as well because obviously everyone's be waiting. Oh, I'm going to get cheaper. I'm going to get yeah, cheaper. But it balances but itself if, out. But the thing is, though, if they if they sell a million copies and not even one of them sell it, everyone's going to be sitting there waiting. Yeah. But that's,
0: but then that's not that's up to the you, game. isn't it? Yeah. I, if I, you want to it, wait it, it, there for ten days, there is already. two arguments,
2: and I see both arguments on the both but, sides. But
0: the point I is, think is, this will
2: we... ruin the economy. <laughs> 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 it won't
0: know because at the end of the day, they found a way... They really think this is going to be big, and they think this is going to rival Steam. Because everyone on Steam, if, would you go to Steam or would you go to this other company if you knew you could get half your money back if you sold it on?
1: Yeah, I'll go to new one because I know, like, yeah. Exactly. At, and in at the, the day, so, you <laughs> think my Steam library, I could sell off now and make my money back.
0: Yeah, so that's a plus for you, yeah? Yeah. All right, from the developer's point of view, they're selling a the game firsthand, full price, and if they want to sell it again, they can sell it again and again and again and again. So, full price first time and then half price every other time. And they're going to get yeah. more than one amount of money for each key, you know. And there's a massive amount at the moment. It's a massive amount of people downloading illegal games, yeah? Uh, and, yeah, and cracked games. This is also going to be like, if you can get a game for 50 quid, or you can wait a week and get it for half price, more people are going to be less likely to do that and pay for this second hand. But then the company that is the middleman, like Steam, or the company, whatever it's called, they would be taking like 2% or something stupid from every single game and then giving 96% or 97% whatever to this company. So everyone's a winner at the end of the day. Your point is is saying no one's going to buy the game. But If no one buys the game, then no one buys the game. Simple as that. But That's mm. never going to happen because some people are always going to want it day one if it's a good game.
2: There's it two is, sides to it. And it's basically. entirely up
0: to you as a consumer if you want to buy it for day one or if you want to wait as long as you've got to wait for a game to come on second hand. It's like... It's exactly no different to history. It's no different to when you went into CEX and some Call of Duty came out and then you walked into CEX looking for it on the shelf. And you're like, man, they ain't got that no name in stock yet. And you know you blatantly did that.
2: The thing is, though, if you oh, like then, a Did game you that? all do that? What?
0: You walked into CEX at some point looking for a game secondhand and you're thinking, I'll get that when it's gone down in price. You walked into that shop, you looked down all the rows, you even went to the counter and asked the guy... Have you got Need for Speed Underground in at the moment? Secondhand. No. I never bought oh.
1: second-hand games because I don't like buying other people's stuff.
0: But that's <laughs> just you because you're a bit of a weirdo. But anyone else <laughs> would have done that. And I know that for a fact. And it's no oh. different with this.
3: On the I other bought, side, I don't sell game. games. Like any game I've ever bought, I've never sold or got rid of. I have every single game I've ever bought.
0: See, every the kid thing... I know does it. They buy it and they sell them when they're bored. And yeah, then they take them I, back to I shop trading.
2: The thing I is, though, like. There is a market there because, obviously, people... like If people do, like, gaming for a living, like they do YouTube or Twitch or something like that, they're going to want to get that game day one.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do
2: you know what I mean? And they can get their five days out of it, make their content and be like, well, that game's a bit dead now. Sell get it.
0: half the money back, yeah.
2: Yeah. There, There is there is a market there. there
0: is, but there anyway, there. it doesn't matter anyway because this isn't something I've just made up. This is proved. It's a no, market no. strategy that they're coming out with and it's going to no. happen. And to me... I don't mind it, because I pay full price for all my games anyway, if they're not given to me to review or something, and if I could buy them half price and just wait longer, yeah, I would be one of them people as well, that would go, I'm not paying 50 quid for it, but oh, second hand ones just come on the market, I'll buy that for 25, because I'm alright to wait, but some people can't wait, some people can, but anyway, that was just something I just wanted to say (laughs) that's coming out, can't remember the name of the company or anything, but it sparked a little bit of a fire in Jansen's belly. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm not having it. It's not on. But yeah, I it's think, no, I it's think no it different. was
1: more how you were selling it.
0: I wasn't trying to sell it. I was just trying to tell you what's going on.
2: This yeah, is the, I know. This is the Nick bad job of it. This is the Nick marketing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> my, my mind works in peculiar ways, but <laughs> it works. Anyway, right, let's move on. Nick's or Dev. I hope we didn't bang on for too long about that and go into something totally different, but yeah, we do feel your pain, and we don't really know what's going to go. I think it's going to be one where it's just tough luck. We're all going to miss out and lose our old games. Never mind. Anyway, crack on. Next question, and it's from Glutzy. And Glutzy's in the States, like you, Shell.
3: Yay. America. America.
0: Americana. So, right, he says I just went on a headphone hunt, so I want to know what you think. Is sound that important? And do you, or would you use regular headphones over PC specifics? So basically, would you use a normal headphones or would you actually go for PC gaming headphones? Nah, like, uh, and no. then also he says, I also need a mic now uh, and I'm not a podcaster. What standalone mic should I go for? Well, Jans, can this I? This is your question. Oh, go on, Mikey, oh, if you're in first. I was going
2: to jump, I was gonna jump yeah. in on this. Basically, it depends on what type of gamer you are. If you're playing competitive games and you want to hear everyone's footsteps, you buy a head you buy a pc like a game or like a gaming headset where you have the control of turning stuff up and down is
0: that not just yeah. as bad as saving a game
2: what do you mean cheating e- everyone does it
1: oh, so everyone saves no, the game
2: that. yeah no but that's a tool it's not cheating that's a it's a like senses. having a bigger screen All right, it's like so i it's... Got a, I've, I've got a scuff gaming controller it's got paddles on the back that's cheating where as i well. don't have i don't have to push pull, but it's it's allowed in like pro leagues Cheating, so it's not cheating. Everyone uses them. So, it's what if cheating. I had
0: so say I had a tool, like Jackson says, there's a big button on the side here, like a stream deck, and it had one button to save. So, I'm all right, I've got the tool to save, so now I can save, <laughs>
4: save.
2: You save.
3: love twisting things, <laughs> <laughs> it's about using it, not
2: but about uh, let, having it. Going back to the question, it's like it really does depend who you are. If you enjoy your music, you know what I mean, you'll you, buy a music system.
0: if you're Nick and you enjoy saving,
2: yeah. <laughs> But yeah, if you, it really does depend on who you are. And to be honest, most like gaming headsets nowadays have decent standalone marks on them. So mm-hmm. it, you don't have to go out and buy a Yeti or you don't have to go out and buy a, um, a what do <laughs> you call it? Like, um, yeah, like a XLR. Is it XLR, mic? Yeah. Sorry, I and find this
0: quite funny because I'm recording on a headset and everyone keeps complaining about how bad my voice is. <laughs> the, the thing is,
2: Yeti. it doesn't matter what you've got. It's just like, if it's as long as it's not like some 20 quid one from Argos, yeah. where it sounds like, do you know what I mean, it just sounds like you're... It, it
0: all depends you're... on budget as well. They range from a massive difference from a low yeah, budget. But nowadays... like, for me, I've been using about a 90 pound headset and it's been all right. Like right. I've recorded the podcast on it. It's, some days it's better than others. Some days you do get a fuzz and some days it's just not that good. But it does the job, especially in gaming. If you weren't recording the podcast, which I shouldn't really be recording on this, I need to get a new one. But, like, I was looking at uh, this new microphone, and it's an Asus. I can't remember the actual model of it, but it's a desktop one. But it doesn't have a stand. It doesn't have all, like, the the arm and all that. It just sits literally in front of your mic, and it picks up everything. It's meant to be really, really good. It's all LED and RGB and all that.
2: Um, and it looks like a roll-on deodorant.
1: <laughs> yeah, it does, actually.
0: It really does. But,
2: uh, it really does depend who you are. If you're not a podcaster and you don't, you're don't, you not really and you're not going to be, like, Talking to people like yeah. on a video or something like that, then you just use the mic you get with the heads, headphones. But yeah. nowadays, you could buy it that you could buy a pair of headphones that don't have a mic on them, and
3: yeah. you can
2: buy this thing called a uh, I forgot what it's called, but it's a mic that attaches to your headphones. And it literally you can just get an adapter where you turn like a a, a headphone, three three 3.5 millimeter jack into a splitter, so then you can plug that he- microphone into that splitter. And yeah. the headphones, so yeah. just plug it into your computer. But it's, so uh, then you, it really does. It it really does depend who you are. Do you know what I mean, if you like your music, mm-hmm. you buy a you buy a pair of headphones that are good for music. If you like yeah. gaming, you buy a pair of headphones that are good for sound, and you can hear things that you wouldn't normally hear on a what, on like a crappy twenty pound like headset. Do you know what I mean? And probably yeah. like so,
3: noise cancellation. as yeah. well. and yeah.
2: that if that's the thing, some people like it. Some people like some noise don't. cancellation. Yeah. Some people yeah. don't because they 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 don't know. Some people don't like it because like they don't stand like on around the yeah, yeah. yeah It's like yeah, my listen, headphones. If you've
1: got noise cancelling headphones like I've got, when you when you've got both of them on, you can't hear yourself talk. Talking. Yeah, so you yeah. end up shouting. And that's why my missus is always banging on the door <laughs> saying, Keep it yeah. down. Story yeah, because, of my life, that's leo yeah, days Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't realise I'm shouting because I can't hear my own voice. Yeah. So now, <laughs> like I like if it's at night, like now, well as we're recording, I've got one headphone off so that I can hear myself. Yeah, hmm.
0: but you don't have to do that. Do you know, you actually have got a setting for that in your sound, do you know that, to hear your own but voice? But it
1: throws people off. Yeah, but that the thing is, well off the yeah, y- you can't talk properly. If you can hear your own voice, it has to be like a tenth of a second out, yeah. and you'll start slowing
2: your words like you're drunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it, going back to what Glutzy said, it, it really does depend who you are and what you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like my Basically. headphones.
0: My headphones are like, they obviously gaming headphones, but if you mm. wanted, you can take the mic, can clean off the side, just unplug it, and it just becomes yeah. headphones. So you can have a desk mic, or you can mm-hmm. plug it back in. But I would just say for because it's a, it's quite a simple question. For me, I would just say go for around if you're just on an average budget, I'd go for around eighty to a hundred pound or, or like one hundred
4: twenty. I, I,
2: I literally got my my cousin um, a HyperX Cloud um, Cloud Two, I think they're called, and the mic on it's perfect. The headphones are brilliant. It's got like its own like USB DAC comes with it, and yeah. um he's got like surround sound, and it was only like what sixty quid in a sale on Amazon. So you can get decent stuff nowadays, quite cheap.
0: Well, I got a Leo uh, a thirty pound pair of headphones. They're not a known make. They're noise cancelling, like with the big ear defender things on them. Yeah, and you know for him to talk on a game of me, you wouldn't know he's on a on a really cheap um budgeted headphones, but it depends how much how serious you are about gaming if you're really serious yeah. about it go for the expensive ones
1: but yeah. i think like he's saying like is it worth going for pc specific ones and i think it is yeah because those ones are built for pcs yeah. so the the cheaper you get the ones most out of them. yeah that's it that they'll make them as good as they can for pc and gaming rather than you just buying regular stereo headphones yeah and and a separate mic that are cheap because they're just not going to be that great. So,
0: I'd always well, like, go for gaming I, headphones over eighty quid, and then you'll be on a yeah.
3: I was like, when I streamed, <laughs> okay, I wait, so let's start had... that again.
0: I'll cut that out. Say that again now.
3: <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, when I streamed, I had Beats, and I used them to hear. And then I actually had a Blue Yeti, so that would be my microphone. Now I'm using like a thirty-five dollar headset, and it's okay. What, now you are. Yeah, I don't like this.
0: You sound this well is... clear, though, for me.
3: Yeah, it's only a cheap headset. Like, I'm very confused as to how they sound so good. But... <laughs> yeah, so that's what I used to use. And um, the only problem is I used to have a boom stand as well for my Yeti, so it didn't pick up any bangs and stuff. But it does pick up everything in this house.
2: Oh, mate, my, so my my arm Yeti, stand.
3: Make sure that... If I move
2: my arm stand, everyone gets annoyed with me. Yeah. It just <laughs> freaks. <It's> like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But the thing is, it's like with my
1: setup, mine's a studio setup. So it's designed for music production mm-hmm. over gaming. And it it does music production well because I've got studio quality headphones that are KRK and I've got a Shure, like professional microphone as well. Mm-hmm. And the whole setup together, the microphone and the headphones are probably about 300 pounds. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to have... A better gaming experience than you will on your hundred-pound headphones because yours are designed for games. Gaming, yeah. And it doesn't. Yeah. Exactly. It doesn't mean that I you s- won't
0: get like air blown onto the microphone because
4: I've heard you do it mm. about fifty times. But yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. But the thing is, is like, <laughs> I I've always stuck with one company called Astro. They make really good gaming headsets. Mm. I've now got the wireless version, and Which I, I told never you go not back. to get. Are they any good? But uh, yeah, they're brilliant. Are they honestly. really? Yeah, they're so good. And the thing is, though, if I have to plug a wire in. Uh, plug a wire in. Do you know what I mean? I'm only going to be on for a couple of yeah. hours and I come off and I'll just yeah. leave them on charge. But to be honest, like they last me throughout. Like if I was on my computer for a day, they'll be on for a day and probably the time I go to bed, yeah. they'll start bleeping right. at me saying, Turn, please put me on charge. But it's just like, but there's a button on the side where I can be like, all right, I'm playing PUBG or playing like Call of Duty. I'll, I'll stick to Switch free, and it'll give me all amplified sound.
0: Yeah. But now, hold on a minute, And that's boys.
2: something that you could do that I could never do with my setup. Yeah.
0: Before hmm. you carry on anymore, there's actually an extra part of the question that came in, and that is from Slim Timmy, and he added to this question. And he says, also, to add to the headphones, what is your take on the onboard sound versus sound card, and also a separate digital to analog for the headphones to control things?
1: Yeah, so I think what you hear is just as important as what you see, and... I think on a on a decent motherboard, the the sound quality that you would get from the onboard sound will be more than adequate for like any gamer. But I do think that the more you add to that, the better it will be. So an external sound card isn't really necessary, but if you've got one, it opens up a whole new world of what you can do with the sound and the quality of it. And then that if is you true. Add but if you I'm, add a, a digital to analog converter as well, it makes it even better. So the more you add to it, the better it gets. But you only audiophiles are really going to be like, well, I I need that pure sound. Other people will be like, as long as I can hear the game.
0: For me, right? yeah, I've got to get this in before he keeps talking, because I'll never get it in otherwise. <laughs> That's why I tried to cut over him just now. <laughs> <laughs> For me, like you said about the, the, how good the quality is, and, but you've got a sound studio, and you make music. So for you, you're going to have a different outlook on it. For me, any motherboard that I come across, for any gamer that I build computers for, normally it's enough, and it's it's adequate for people to be really happy with their sound quality. And I find with a lot of people, until you show them quality sound, they don't know what it sounds like. So yeah. You'll show them their motherboard with the headphones or with a set of speakers, and they'll be really happy. it's fine, and I would be fine with that too. I'd be happy with the sound that comes out of my motherboard and the onboard sound. But until you hear a sound card and you have them speakers plugged in, and you hear like the footsteps behind you and the pin drop crystal clear, you don't really know. So yeah, if, if, for me, I would if for, for someone like you, Glucy Glutes, uh, and Slim Tim. I would just stick with the normal onboard sound because it's good enough for a decent set of headphones. But if you do want to take it to the next level, it is it is really, really like quality sound. But what you've
4: got to think
1: as well is the equipment that you're using. There's no point having a £30 pair of headphones yeah. and spending £100 on the sound card because you, you're you not going to get the quality.
0: Yeah, you need to it back up. it up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, along the way, everything's got to be at the same level. Yeah. So, your onboard sound, plug any headphones into that and it's going to sound good. But if you're going to go for an external sound card, you then have to have the headphones to make the most out of it.
0: Yeah. But and, there's also another side of this chance. Yeah. Like, you're a perfect example of what I'm about to say. I believe, and I'm a strong believer in this, like, if you're just going to play games, just use the onboard sound on the motherboard because it's pretty good quality anyway. The more things you plug into that computer, the more problems you're gonna run into, and the more chances of things will go wrong. Like Jansen, he's got a sound card, he's got his whole sound setup. And then when Windows 10 does an update, he loses all of his drivers. And and basically everything on his sound setup goes completely wrong. And then it takes him ages to sort it all back up. And that's happened firsthand to you, ain't it?
1: Yeah, and the last podcast we did. <laughs> I hadn't fixed it by then, so I had to unplug my headphones and microphone and plug it into the onboard sound because that's the only way I could get it working. So it is backing up, up and running now. But, but yeah, it could
0: it, cause th- issues.
1: Yeah, it can cause issues. But it's like with anything. it's yeah. The more complicated it is, the more likely it is to go wrong. But um, a perfect example of this is someone who's got a big TV in their front room. They watch films. And they've got a sound bar and they're like, nah, sound bar's fine, it, it does the job. But then they go to someone else's house and they've got a full five point one surround sound setup and they're like, This is crazy. This is like cinema quality in my house. Yeah. And and then they see the difference between one and the other. And I think it's the same with anything. It's if you heard the quality, you might be like, That's amazing, but I don't need it. Or you might be yeah. like, That's amazing. I want it, but yeah. you've got to pay the money. Yeah. Like and it is, it, it ramps it's up like, pretty
0: quick as well. The yeah.
1: Money. yeah. It's like a sound bar. You could pick up for a hundred quid, a full surround sound system with speakers, amplifier, sub Ten that's going to cost you. Yeah. It's <laughs> going to cost you thousands. So it's the difference of what you want out of it. And I, I consider myself a bit of an audiophile, and I, I appreciate good quality sound hmm. and it's, like with my uh cinema setup to my PC setup, I've put a lot of money into the sound because I personally think it makes a huge difference.
0: Yeah, when yeah. you hear all them explosions going off all around it, you rather than just from the front. Yeah.
1: Yeah, right. playing something like uh Battlefield One and yeah, you're gonna have before. Yeah, you you're running through and you're hearing bullets fly past you, but it's the clarity of an explosion, it's not yeah. muffled. And you can hear every sound. An explosion goes off, but you, you hear bullets flying by you as an explosion's going
2: off. So you've got such a, a huge range of frequencies as well. With Slim Timmy, I know he streams, so it depends. Like with a, with a sound card that's like outside, like or external. Sorry, you have more control of like you can turn your mic down or you can turn your headphones up. Do you know what I mean? And it the won't individual affect
0: channels. As well, it won't
2: affect what happens on stream. You can have your headphones blaring, but stream would just be nice and calm. Or you can have your headphones really low, and on stream it'd be nice and loud. It's just it, it really does depend. Like you can, you, someone comes in a room, and you can like just mute your mic, like by a press of a button. It that's what I would really would say to us.
4: Yeah, no, that, well, is, a, that is, is a fair point. Thing.
1: I'll add one more thing to it. Uh, the other thing about having an external sound card and the reason why, like in a studio, you have external equipment is because. Your PC is doing so much work, you don't want it to have to do the sound work as well. Yeah, just like a
0: graphics card.
1: Yeah. So you have external devices taking the strain off the PC. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But that's not really needed though in a gaming environment. Yeah. But streaming may be a bit different.
2: But if you if you look at people on stream like nowadays, you go just typing on YouTube, streamers set up, and literally you look at their stuff and thinking that's so complex. Where I just have a mic plugged in by USB, my headphones are plugged in by USB, and then that's it. But if you look what they've got, they've got a soundboard, and literally, if they press a knob, it will just like it will change the picture of their voice. And that's you why you me, ain't yeah. being paid. <laughs> <laughs> if you touch a, I don't know what else to call them. <laughs> um, but yeah, if, like their their setups are so much more complex but they get so much more out of it because they're streaming from it and that's their job sort of thing. Yeah. It really depends who you are. Like like Jansen, if you're a movie fanatic, you might want the best sound quality ever. If if you're a music person, you want the best sound quality ever. I think the best sound quality from music is like your your uh, KRKs are probably through Analog, are not they? Yeah. Yeah. So you get like the best out of them through that and yeah. you've got to have a good sound card to back that up as well, don't you? Yeah. So. That's the thing. If you're going to buy a, a sound card that costs 100 quid and you buy a pair of headphones at 30, like, again, what Janssen was saying, it's not going to work. But you yeah. need to be be ready to be like, all right, I'm going to buy a sound card and I'm going to buy a brand new pair of headphones and then everything's just going to be like sound amazing. But it really does the... Per- it, like, again, with the headset, it really does the, depend on the, what you do in the person you are, basically. Yeah.
0: Right. So, hopefully... That's enough sound <laughs> chat to uh give you all the answers you need, right. We've got one more question. that's just come in as we're recording, so uh, I'm gonna read this one out, and then this will be the end of the questions. so King Bob one Eight two says, what are the free must get games for someone new to PC gaming? <laughs> Now, that is an open question. It we could is talk
2: a, is long a time. really open question, that one.
0: Now, three games that are a must-get game for PC. Now, one of them, straight away, we're all going to agree on. Grand Theft Auto, if you're overrated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because that game is a whole experience in itself. We love it. Multiplayer, single player, whatever you're doing, just buying and selling and you, cars. You'll, you'll,
1: you'll pay it, play it forever, and there'll be content coming out for that forever. One thing one, I
0: love two. about it, new car Grand every F4 month.
1: 06. Yeah.
4: yeah.
0: It's like a car sales advert comes on every week, and it's like, get this new car. You think, oh, I'll yeah. go back and
4: buy that.
0: <laughs> so that that uh, would be one game we all agree on straight away, yeah. Grand Theft
2: another, another game, you can agree with me or not, a Battle Royale game. I'm not going to say PUBG or Fortnite or this, yeah, that, and the other. It really does depend who you are and what
1: yeah, you play. Yeah,
4: because uh,
1: I was going to say the same thing, because yeah. it, that's what's relevant at the moment. And if you're new to gaming you're going to have loads of people to play with if you yeah. get in a battle royale game
2: but again yeah. if you if you're new to gaming and you want to get into a shooter old stuff like a counter strike level Do you know what i mean there's, there's again there's so many games it depends who you are but i think a, a battle royale game won't go amiss yeah um
0: i'll
3: put my vote in cool, and yeah. i would put your
0: tiny good there you go i would go
3: for a massively multiplayer wait, wait, wait hold on game like start like get again. Start again. <laughs> 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 All right, so. oh my god one game i think you should go is definitely like world of warcraft and or anything that's mmo i love the fact that with uh pc gaming you can get like hundreds of people on one server and meet different people and i love the social a- aspect of pc gaming rather is than people consoles. still
0: starting that game now though because like you've missed out on about 30 yeah. years
3: <laughs> well there's a new there's a new expansion either coming out or it's come out legion And I played it for years and I loved World of Warcraft and there's just loads, there's loads of different MMOs now that would suit whatever kind of gameplay you're into. So I would definitely say look into the different MMOs and depending on what you like and what you're Yeah, as well,
1: if you're new to gaming and you're just getting into World of Warcraft,
3: there's Mm -hmm. going
1: to be a huge amount of content for you to work through as well.
3: It it would never end, ever. (laughs) It would never, ever end. There's always something to do in World of Warcraft or as I said, other MMOs. They're just, yep. The worlds are expansive, the people are amazing, the storylines and the quests is just fun, so, to mm.
0: me. Yeah. yeah. Another one I would go for, and you know everyone knows what I'm going to say, Fallout 4, Fallout 3. No, the Fallout
3: games are really good.
0: Yeah, single yeah. player, but they're just, the worlds are so immersive, man, and they're so realistic. Ooh. It's crazy.
2: Skyrim. Yeah, mm. Skyrim,
0: the HD version, yeah. the new version, upgraded version, that's another one that's well good. But then I love open world, so I'm I'm talking about Fallouts, I'm talking about Borderlands, the original, I'm talking all about Dead 3. Island.
1: See, but this is what I was gonna say as well. It all depends on personal preference. Yeah. yeah. Because we could give our three like best games, but it all depends on whoever is starting to play games, what kind of genres they like. Because yeah. I could Ew. say if, if you like fighting games, get Tekken Seven. All right, let's yeah. break it down then. Here you go, here you go. We're who, gonna break wait, 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 we're gonna break who, it sorry. down
4: to break it down go, go,
1: go. yeah
4: right
0: <laughs> so this is what we're gonna do i'm gonna you're gonna say the background of games that's your favorite genre and then you're gonna say your free games so me i'm gonna go first see i'm a strategy guy i love all kinds of strategy guy so i, love, I don't like the strategy guys
4: <laughs> <laughs> reword that. Like. Yeah,
0: start that again. so i'm a strategy guy i love all types of strategy games and I'm also open world. So strategy and open world, that's my favourite games ever. So for my three games, I'm going to be saying it's going to be Fallout 4, Grand Theft Auto, and I'm going to have to go finally with XCOM, the original or the new ones. I just love them. That's my three games. Done. Check them out. Go on. Who's next?
1: Uh, I'll go next. I'm more like fast paced 'em up jump-in, jump-out kind of games. Arcade. Yeah, arcade style. All AAA. um I would say my favorite genre is Battlefield, or my favorite franchise is Battlefield. So I've had every game from the beginning till present.
0: Three so, games, dude. Get them out. Spit them out.
1: Yeah. So all uh, right Battlefield One, latest game out. That would be my first one. Second one is Doom, because that was just an insane game. The new
0: version That's...
1: or the old version? The new
0: version. No, is new
1: crazy. version. Yeah, because. That, that's a game that is so fast play, paced and it just doesn't stop. It's relentless.
0: They tried to make it as fast paced as possible because the old one, you could move around on a map really fast and they yeah. wanted to bring the same feel. So they brought a faster pace running around and like, you can just smash up like monsters, cut their arms yeah. off, put them on the floor and like, do all different finishing moves. So it's wicked. Yeah.
1: It? That'd be my second game. My third game, it's slightly different genre, but it's a game that I'm loving a lot. And it is Tekken 7.
0: Uh, I'm surprised none of us put Empyrean in there. Hmm.
1: Yeah, but I think it's that might be a bit too niche at the moment. It, no, no one's like covering survival.
0: Right, Shell, what's yours?
3: As for genre, I'm gonna broaden out a bit. So, I like simulation, multiplayer, RPG, and MMOs. And my can can't games. pick everything. Well, <laughs> I did. My three games would probably be. There's more than three. So as my well. genre right is
0: everything. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that is no because i don't like fps i don't like first person shoot them ups so, so you're best off me. just
0: going everything i like everything no. but I fps i
3: have narrowed it down do you want to hear it or no
0: go on your free games. <laughs> like
3: literally i think i think it should be like world of warcraft which i've said i love sims and sim um sims like i love playing the sims yeah Civ-Zi- civilization and sim city and then my last one was seven days to die which i have i swear you just said six games <laughs> yeah i did <laughs>
4: <laughs> i'm a girl. i can't
3: make up my mind
0: no, Fair enough. <laughs> i told
3: you there's more than three
0: civilization that's what, if you like civilization have you ever played colonization the original
3: you know what i have
0: colonization yes. is a million times better because you've got much more stuff you've got to, like get your people in the right areas and stuff but yeah. um yeah i like all the originals from them and the new ones but yeah they're strategy i'm a strategy man
4: mm-hmm.
0: right wacky what you got
2: we all, we all know. Oh, mean, you're, gonna say, gonna you're gonna say you're gonna
0: say D T A, PUBG and Subnautica, because that's the only third game you've ever got. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: it's no, <laughs> gonna be we, we, we all know what's gonna <laughs> happen here. So I mean it's gonna be PUBG, Call of Duty, all the franchise, and yeah. But GTA. they're not on PC, are they? Yeah. Uh,
0: only from second one onwards, isn't
2: it? Yeah, but oh right, Oh, fair on enough, they're there, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that's 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 modular. whenever you say Call of Duty, yes. you
0: just think back to the days of the Xbox 360 and everybody on voice <laughs>
2: chat,
0: chatting mum's <laughs> things
2: and
0: that. <laughs> that's about what it is, isn't it? And much. then that yeah. And that group of people then jumped ship from there onto FIFA, and now they all live <laughs> on an island playing FIFA, FIFA, where they don't interact with any other gamer or any other community.
2: But there is a load of other games out there.
0: Yeah, but uh, hopefully, <laughs> King Bob, that will answer your questions and. That brings us to the end of the podcast. If you've got Mm. any questions you want to send in, send them to contact at extremepeaceuk.co.uk. Add us on Twitter and Instagram. We've got lots of new stuff going on at the moment because obviously we've got a lot of uh, new opportunities coming up. We've got a lot of things in the pipeline, especially stuff that we can't tell you about, but really, really exciting stuff like physical things we might be building, ideas we've got come up with, things that me and Jansen might be doing on our own like no one even knows about. So, yeah, if you keep an eye on our Instagrams and our Twitter, you'll see the interactions going on between us and people and stuff like that, which could be quite exciting. You could have some kind of, like, little sneak previews of what sort of, like, like work we've got in the pipeline. But, yeah, apart from that, that brings us to the end of today's podcast. So, wicked. Thanks again, Great. people, for being on here. Um, I'd like to say, yeah, Shell, you got loads yeah. of good feedback uh, last month. So,
4: Aww, thank you. fair
0: play to you. Uh, the la- the last bit of good feedback Jansen got, which wasn't really good feedback, was every time I listen to him on the podcast, I fall asleep in bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a weird one. <laughs> <laughs> it's cause he's monotone. It's like you know when you know like you listen to them audio books at night of like stories. When Jansen starts talking, that's what
4: happens. <laughs> Put you to sleep. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but yeah, that brings us to the end of the podcast, people. Thanks for listening. Remember to send your questions in and uh, to jump into our Discord and get into some games with us. And, yeah, that's the end of the podcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Cheers. Goodbye.
4: Bye. See